two, one. Yeah! And we're live. Ooh, take a sip of that delicious coffee. You got the best coffee, sir. Oh, is that an Abakimi Fight Club? Oh, it sure Co- is. Oh, wow. Well, you guys just know. have it on here, huh? You guys have the same one as this K-Man coffee Yeah, one. Tate's the one who hooked me up with those. Oh. There you go. Well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> same mug. We need to redo those. So, did you hear there was some fights this weekend? I, I mean, I breezed by him. I saw the highlights. There's, I thought you brought me on to talk politics. Let's Trump talk politics. Stuff. No, Can Jill we get Stein. into that? Let's talk about Joe Stein. <laughs> yeah, nobody, nobody's talking about politics these days. Thank it's, God. It's um, an important thing. We should bring it up because it's not like... I, I went on a few celebrities' Twitter pages and I was like... Bleh. People are freaking out. They're not just freaking out. They won't shut the fuck up about it. Oh, it's, it's nonstop. Just, nonstop. And half of it is almost like... I think like they want everyone to know that they're upset. Oh you yes. know, they want everyone to know that they're one of the upset people. And they're they're not one of the make America great again people. No, they <laughs> they promote that they're upset like I promote a live show. Like they <laughs> want people to know where they're at, where they stand on it. This is one female comic I go to her page every now and then just I know to, who to it look is. don't I can't, say I know who it is. And I just go, Jesus Christ. Me too. I almost want to send her DM just like you gotta chill out. Uh, just relax. You gotta chill out. Just well did you see what is happening with Amy Schumer? Oh, I did She's see so anti Trump. But you can't you can't make it that 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 part of the act. Like people are paying tickets and people are just like walking out. Yeah. But she keeps harping on it. Well, you know, there's two ways of looking at it. There's one way that people say they have a voice, and if they have a voice, it needs to get you know they they need to use that voice to to get the word out. Not at a comedy be- show though. Yeah, that's make me other- laugh, bitch. I didn't mean to call you bitch. <sighs> You're right. But make me You're laugh. Right. Do you know that you can call her a bitch? She would call herself a bitch. Yeah, she you know what I'm a, saying. At though. least back in the day, she would. Yeah. I mean, she's like way more. She's way more like political and feminist now than ever before. If you go back to the old Amy Schumer that was on like Opie and Anthony, she wasn't into that at all. She mm. was. She was like one of the guys. That was like her selling point. Maybe she was well, selling. Maybe she got a little older and she's like, man, I want to talk about different stuff. Yeah. But that's not the sure. platform for it. I don't. Right. Feel like. Well, if it is, you got to be really funny. Like, if you have, like, an anti-Donald Trump joke, that's fine. For but sure. But it's got to be funny. It's got to be just... F- it's Like, for- there's no room for that. Like, it used to be that comics could have, like, these rants where they made, like, really important points inside of fun, and it wouldn't be funny, and people kind of accepted it. But that's what a podcast is for. Sure. It's a new world. We live in a new world. I go to a, um, an action movie. I don't go to an action movie to get a massage. No. All of a sudden, when you're in the action movie, someone comes over and massages you. You relax. You need to relax. You need to be what? less tense because you're you're really concerned <laughs> about this action film. It's really not relevant. Well, yeah. Well, it's like watching a porno. I don't give a shit about the story. I fast through. You know what I'm saying? I, I fast forward to the good stuff, man. Some, like I need them. Some people do like the story. <laughs> some people, some people watch for the story. They want, they want these people to be in love before they fuck, <laughs> or they want them to be escaping a bad relationship. And, <laughs> Mommy issues. I don't know. I'm just saying there's a place and time for it. Like, there is. Do you see Dave Chappelle on Saturday Night Live? Yeah, that was great. That was great. Funny. That was a good time for it. Made a good point. Yes. Yeah, but he's also supportive. Exactly. He's brilliant. Dave's a master. He's a master. He's the best. And and he's also a very sincere person. Like, one of the things that is driving me crazy about a lot of this tweeting and craziness, like, I was in uh, New York City for the fights, and I... Me and uh, my friend Cam Haynes, we went to the gym, and young Jamie was there too. But you weren't with us when we were stuck in the, in the swarm of humans, just me and Cam. We got to the gym, no problem. But on our way back, the protest 
had marched through the area that we walked through. And all of a sudden, we couldn't go anywhere. It was just jammed with people. So you're literally shoulder to shoulder with people. Like, just t everybody's touching everybody. There's just, you had to deal with it. There was Yikes. nothing you could do with it, which is one of the reasons why a fanny pack is so important, folks, because you keep your money in your front. Okay, nobody's pickpocketing. Yeah, you know, everything's screw. zipped up. My shirt goes over that. Makes sense. I'm going to know. I'm going <laughs> to know. Gonna know. Reaching in there. To get there, it's going to take some work. Because pickpockets do go to those things. You need oh, yeah. to be aware if you're one of those super lefties that likes to go and demonstrate <laughs> and get your shit jacked so while we're walking this one guy with this perfectly manicured beard i'll never forget he had a really nice like wool jacket on he was he was obviously like a wealthy liberal character and he's screaming out i mean screaming in my fucking ear he's right here he's he's touching me he's touching me with the shoulders like, donald trump kkk racist sexist anti-gay <laughs> and he wouldn't stop he wouldn't stop it's and catchy. part and part of me wanted to go hey man could you just like if you want to go in the protest the protest is in the street like you're on the sidewalk this isn't the protest yeah this, like, this isn't is some the lane, non, sir this is some non-committal shit you're doing here <laughs> like if you want to be out in you there you gotta be all in but he's like he's doing drive-bys he's like a walk-by screaming protest but, but does it really do anything he saw a black guy in the distance i swear to god he starts going he shut up black lives matter black lives oh, matter oh hell no yes he did oh hell yeah, no he was so obvious he's just trying to get everybody to join him what my friend michael Shermer likes to call virtue signaling that's what it is he's peacocking his virtue and just trying ah! just trying to get everybody Letting jump the on board ah! <laughs> <I'm sensitive. laughs> there was a woman with a sign that said rape melania jesus yeah and apparently that's Think about writing that thing out crazy here we go it's a hashtag on twitter now here's what? what's crazy here's what's crazy twitter allows that hashtag twitter doesn't allow hillary for prison what Check that. Make sure that's how, correct. How biased is that? Make sure that's correct, because that's what I've been reading. Jamie doesn't think he's buying it. I don't understand how I would check it. Will you hashtag Hillary for prison? Look if there's any tweets. And then hashtag... Um, that's ridiculous. Dude, there's pictures of people with those signs. I don't think it's just one person. And there's a bunch of people who used it, who call themselves... like As if somehow or another, if Donald Trump is a misogynist, somehow or another... The way to get him back is to rape his wife or even to suggest raping his wife. But what kind of message are you, are you spreading if you're posting that and you're, you, you're, in a, you're in a protest, you're making a sign of that it's bullshit? It's fucking scary. What does it say? This is Hillary for, Hillary for prison. I searched and it, there's a lot of stuff that pops up. Hillary for Okay. Um, well, they might have so banned it since, or unless that's recent. Maybe they banned it before. Well, November maybe this guy doesn't know what he's talking about and I just read some nonsense. Maybe I just read some nonsense. Yeah. I could have read some nonsense. But all of, it's, be the all first of time. it's nonsense. All of it is just bullshit. Well, it's just bullshit. There were so many, so many angry, angry people. And um, Well, how many I mean, celebrities were like, um, if Trump wins, I'm out of here. You did, ain't going nowhere. Did you see the, the fucking um, signs that people have made, some artist made for, uh, you know those benches, bus station benches where they have the billboard in the yeah. back of it for real estate sales? Yeah. It's a real estate sale, and it's all these people who said they're going to leave the country. It's their face, like it, one of them share. That's awesome. <laughs> I think Amy Schumer's got one of them too. Everyone says that you're not doing shit. Yeah, you're Amy, not going anywhere. Amy said she was going to move to Spain, but she's a fucking comedian. You know, she's like, I guess I'm learning Spanish or something. <laughs> you know, that's just like what a comedian would say. It's, you know, people freak out. People are all mad. But what she said is that like, you know, you're dis you you're just as disgusting as the people who. Voted the people who actually expect me to move are just as disgusting as the 
people who voted for that uh, anti-gay woman hater or whatever Ugh. whatever she called them, but series of insults. She's just so upset, and then obviously she's performing. She's doing theaters or stadiums, mm-hmm. even big ass know? places, big ass arenas. places. So she, yeah, arenas. I mean, she's yeah, killing it. Is. She's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Moving to Canada, election day sale. <laughs> Meanwhile, here's what you need to understand: if you do, those move are to great, Canada, by the way. If you do wind up moving to Canada, when you move to Canada, you realize that Canada has a very similar immigration policy to what Donald Trump is proposing. It's very strict. It's very strict. It's incredibly difficult to immigrate to Canada. You don't just do it like that. You don't just go over there and all of a sudden you live there. I mean, maybe if you're Amy Schumer and you got some cash. Maybe. It's still strict. People don't realize how strict it is. It's fucking strict. Yeah, I'm just going to go to Canada. No, yeah, bitch. It's essentially very similar to what Donald Trump is proposing. Like, here's the thing about Canada, and I love Canada, by the way. I'm a huge fan. They're like some of my favorite people in the world. When you go to Canada, if you have a drunk driving thing on your record, you can't get in. Mm. They fucking send you home. Mm. It happens all the time. Yeah, People it's a, it's a big deal with the UFC too, with American oh, fighters. Yeah. If you have anything, you, the chance of you getting up there, getting cleared, because customs is strict as shit. Yeah, Kevin James got into you know just a standard fist fight once uh, when he was younger, and uh, I believe he was like, uh, I believe he was arrested, but no charges were filed and it was all dropped. It was one of those. You know, there's a brawl, and he was a part of it, and he got arrested with a couple other people. No big deal. Just something a young guy did. He's up there to fucking do just for laughs, and they flag him for it. Turned him around? Yeah. Damn. Eddie Bravo went up there. Eddie Bravo legally was carrying a gun. Legally. Well. Because he was, no, 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 listen to me. He was working for a cash-checking business. This is way back in the day, before I even met him. And Eddie used to have to carry around large sums of cash, and he had a license to carry a pistol because of that. So he gets pulled over for like speeding or something and he tells the cop, he goes, hey man, just so you know, I work for a check cashing company and I carry large sums of cash and I have a pistol and it's loaded and it's in the car. And the guy goes, okay, well step out of the car, um, give me all your paperwork and this and that. I'm going to have to handcuff you while we check this out. So they check it out. They go, yep, you're all good. They let him go. So nothing, right? No charges. Nothing. They're yeah. carrying the pistol legally. Every time he goes to Canada, it comes up. Damn. Dude, it got so bad that when we would go to Canada, I would ditch him. I would ditch <laughs> I'll him. I'll see you in there, man. <laughs> I didn't want to get pulled into immigration if I said Hell I was with no. him. If I said I was with him, they'd pull me into immigration, too. Might, I got might stuck miss there. the show. Dude, I got stuck there for a fucking hour and a half once. They might not let his ass in because the conspiracies. Like, we just can't. Tower we just seven. can't, sir. Tower seven. <laughs> At our live shows, we, we keep getting. So, do you and Eddie hate each other? How's it uh, work? And then I'm like, get out of here. I love Eddie. And then someone started uh, literally a chant. Tower seven, tower seven. <laughs> it's so hilarious. Did you see that fucking meme with Tony Ferguson when Tony Ferguson beat Rafael dos Anjos? Eddie Bravo was saying something. It's like when your boy just wins his fight, but you have some new information about Tower Seven, <laughs> and he's like, try, he's all up in his ear. So hilarious. <laughs> Whoever made that is brilliant. There it is. There it is. I fucking <laughs> love Eddie. <laughs> Me too, man. Listen, it's let, so Eddie's, hilarious. Eddie's my brother. Anybody that thinks I don't love Eddie, you're crazy. Oh, what, I agree. Whatever nutty things that he believes that. I don't believe. I don't give a fuck. I love that dude. No, yeah, he, I still love him too. He's my friend. He's just batshit crazy in, in his kind of way. I still he, like that flavor that he's delivering. You know, he what enjoys saying? that shit. He's so into it. He loves it. He'll send he, me he was text nonstop yes, about it. Yes, he sends us group texts. Yes. Did you see the latest one he's putting on Twitter about some? Uh, it's grainy footage that looks like it was invented back <laughs> when the fucking wheel was invented. It's grainy footage of some guy talking about some um, sex parties they used to have with children. Used to. I got one, bro. Hillary's not Satan. 
You don't really think she's Satan? <laughs> I, I don't, man. I, I find it hard to believe. And it'll lash out at me. I'm sorry. Satanic cults. <laughs> when you see shit like eyes wide shut, though, don't you want to know? Like, you hear about like the skull and bone stuff they used to do at Yale. Yeah, that shit's real. Yeah, like, that is real. So, like, I, would, I, would, I wonder, like, if you grow up in the Hamptons or you live in, uh, like, one of those crazy Connecticut towns where all those super billionaire hedge fund characters live and all their kids go to the private schools, they get sent to these big fucking universities and you get pledged to a fraternity because your dad was in it. And, you know, there's a lot of that shit going on. Yeah. They're called the skulls, right? That's skull like and the bones. elites. Skull is it and bones? bones? I thought it was just the skulls. No. Well, they're probably that might the be a skulls, movie. too. Yeah, yeah, well, maybe it is a movie. They would but, never invite us into that stuff. No. They're like, they're, they're, they just won't shut the fuck up. No, like, we tell them anything, trash. they're chatty Cathy's. Yeah. You tell them anything, they just blast it on their shows. Yeah, we would blast We can't it. have them on there. Yeah, we would never. No. Yeah. There's no. Anybody thinks we're getting in on the Illuminati. <laughs> just, I get accused of that so much because of the Flat Earth people. The Flat Earth people believe I'm I'm a paid shill. I know. I because... get it, too. <laughs> I get it, too. Oh, oh you're just going to leave the UFC and step right into that? You don't think that's the Illuminati working? You don't think he's part of it? Rogan dragged him into it? Yeah, man. You don't think I would chat away on my show about it? What'd be hilarious is if there really was some sort of <laughs> giant organization that was paying people off to lie about the earth being flat that would be amazing if like we were able to keep it that hush hush if the world was flat this whole time and all these people that claim to be flying around it in a big circle like people have navigated the globe in a plane they've flying flown over it in a plane and well, they were all in on it. They're all getting just paid. Everyone's in you on it. You go over their house, Ferrari, Minx, <laughs> Disco, everybody's partying. Like, where'd you get all this money? Shut the fuck up, dude. Shut they up, bro. Shut just, from, just from a boat going around the world? Yeah, man. It's all flat earth money. <laughs> flat earth denial money. It's huge. This is, uh, this is the world Eddie Bravo lives in. He hasn't quite gone flat earth. Flat earth pulls him back. He That's, started messing with it a little bit, he though. He did. He did. But he went, dinosaurs aren't real. Dinosaurs aren't real, and the and the moon is fake. We've never been to the moon. Well, not only that, all the footage of NASA, all the NASA footage is fake. NASA's Everything's full of fake. shit, and then the the bands, all the bands like the Beatles. Oh the yeah, Doors, yeah, they were made by stuff. the CIA. In mm -hmm. like right it. up here in Topanga Canyon. But the thing is, though, if you know Eddie, Eddie's a fun dude, and half of this stuff is because he enjoys it. He enjoys looking at conspiracies, just like and look, some of them are true, right? True. There's, there's that's real, the problem. That's the problem. That's the real problem. The real some problem. are true, so he has an argument on some stuff. But you, it's hard. For, he's so balls deep in the conspiracies <laughs> that it's hard for him to. Yeah. It's like well, bro, he's it's so not balls flat, deep that he's bent over <laughs> like a clothespin, <laughs> and his his like his ankles are in. Yeah, he's like his all body. In. What is this? That's a nice tower. Be ashamed if someone knocked it down. Is this recently? Yeah, he just posted uh, it. He's probably listening to us. He's so hilarious. <laughs> he's so funny. He's so crazy. But oh. the, the thing, too, he's passionate about it. So people think mm -hmm. when him and I discuss it or any of us discuss it, you know, and he's so passionate about it, he's not arguing with us. He's just like, like yeah. if you really think something's true, you're like, come on, man. That's, that's Eddie. Well, I, here's my take on a lot of this shit. There is not that much time. You don't have much time. You have 24 hours in a day and you got to sleep for eight. So that's not a lot of time for me. And if I go down these goddamn fucking rabbit holes, that shit will take forever. I've done it with, well, I've done it with legitimate things. I've done it with, uh, you know, like archaeological fucking discoveries where I'll just start reading up on some crazy temple that they found in Cambodia. Yeah. And I'm two and a half hours later, I'm, you know, researching this. And I'm like, God, I got I got shit to do. I got shit to do. 
So, like, for me to do that about ghosts. <laughs> well, that's basically what some of these conspiracy theories you know, are. Like, just, you just don't. I also yeah. just, I mean, what am I going to do? What, what am I going to find something on the internet no one else has found? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I'm fucking Nicholas Cage from National Treasure. Like, I'm not going to go on this weird escapade finding something no one else knows. Right. And I can just ask Eddie, because he is a yeah, but he'll fucking double black belt in conspiracy theories. He makes you watch YouTube videos, though. Yeah, like he I'll tried to get us to do one during the last fight companion. He tried to put one on. Dude, it's only five minutes. I'm five like, minutes. I can't. I five can't. minutes during a live podcast. I can't do it. I can't do it. I don't have it in me. I don't have it in me. I forget what that one was about. Something about money or something. I don't know. Or Tower like, 7. He loves it. He loves it. He does. It. It's a sport to him. But, you know. It's what he's into. Yeah. Just I don't have time anymore. That, and people go, oh, you fucking sell out now, bro. Fucking sell out. <laughs> so, no? Well, no, sir. No. If you solve the Kennedy assassination, it will not help your life. But it's also not on the internet. I hate to tell you that. It's probably yeah. not in some chat room you're in. It might be on YouTube. <laughs> you just got to find the video. You just got to go down deep enough. You're going to... About 600 views so far. But if we can get it out there... <laughs> Someone sent me a fucking three-hour one just two days ago. Well, Three-hour Kennedy long. assassination one. I'm like, I don't... I can't... Simply too long. Can't do it anymore. Can't do it. And if they do figure it out, it would be interesting. But I don't, I don't see how they could. I think they're never going to get past where they're at right now. There's, like, some evidence. There's some non-evidence. There's some speculation. There's, some, there's that Zapruder footage. There's some shit. But is there any expert, like, actually open the case back up? Like, do they really give a shit? They can't. There's not enough evidence right now, like, current physical evidence. Yeah, so it's, it's not happening. It's over. Yeah, they wouldn't do it anyway, because who are you going to try? But also, you know, who gives dead. a shit? He's dead. Yeah, everyone's dead. Yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah. What are you going to do? All right, still doesn't bring him back. It's all so fucking weird. Because like, we know the government does a bunch of fucked up things. We know they do. But it's, it's spending time trying to figure it out. That's what I was thinking when I saw Trump sit next to Obama. I wonder if Obama told him how much work he has to actually do. And that's why he looks so fucked up. Because Trump was sitting next to Obama, and he, was just, he looked like, Jesus Christ. He looked like, like he was like, what? I think it hit, it hit him what? during that meeting. Obama's like, this is my daily life. Here you go. And he's like, holy shit. Look at him. <laughs> this is what it says. Trump reportedly surprised at scope of new presidential duties. <laughs> surprised at scope? God that's damn hilarious. Well, it's it's like you have a hundred jobs. This is, there's a reason why they age so hard. It shouldn't one man shouldn't be responsible for it. I mean, it, yeah, yeah. I think you've spoke about it before. But to have one guy with that much power and to have all that on his pressure it should be a committee of just straight geniuses yeah. that figure it out. Well, man, if you want to look at a, the bright cloud, if there's any bright cloud about Donald Trump being in office, is that he doesn't. He's an outsider. A complete outsider. He's True. not a politics guy. And so we'll get to see, just by watching them, like, sort of duke it out, what shape they take. You know? We'll get to see, like, what, what, what's, what's, we'll get a better view of the mechanism behind the machine than if Hillary Clinton was in office. Don't you think with, I, I think people are going to be surprised at how little power he's actually, the president actually has. Probably. Because they think he's going to do all this crazy stuff, and then people are going to be like, nah, bitch, it doesn't work like that. You have to jump through all these holes, the House of State, all this stuff. Yeah, the, well, that's what's going to be interesting, too, is to hear him talk and complain about that and mm -hmm. see what happens. Yep. And it's going to be interesting. We've got a culture battle going on right now, too. Like, all those people marching down the street screaming, not my president, not my president. Well, he is. He is, though. I hate to tell you guys. He is. Well, he's the. You know, you don't, like, get 
you don't the president doesn't become yours so it's not yours well, if you live in the united states though he's the president of the united states yes. so hey, look at me do you president. say my president do you say my president i do you do no i don't my no. president no, i Trump. say the president yeah he's the president yeah not my president i it live is, in a whole new world of my own it, it is weird yeah what i what don't know man <clears throat> it's probably look I think this is what I've been saying, that we go like this and we go like that. We go right and we go left. And this is how people always have. When they go back and forth, the country goes back and forth. We try it one way, we don't like it. They said he was supposed to be at UFC 205. Well, his son was there. Which one? Donald Trump Jr. God, they're not going to win any awards for good looks, are they? He's not a bad looking guy. Really? No. With the youngest, youngest one or the one who's like killing it? There's one who's balling. The one who's got the hair slicked back, darker hair. Mm, I'd have to see him. He's a nice dude. Is it? Was he cool? He's. I've. I've been actually. I knew him from a while ago. He's friends with a friend of mine. Oh, really? Yeah. So th that the family's gonna have to take over his other business adventures while he's president. <clears throat> How about that? The whole thing is so crazy. It's so weird. It's so crazy. Looking him at him up there, it's so crazy. Then how many of them are gonna live in the White House? Do they know? I don't know. Isn't it weird? Yeah. Like, could all of them live if they want, or is there, like, a cap? Like, dude, you can only bring two. You can't you, be up in there. Do you know who I fucking love? Who is that sheriff? That black sheriff that wears the cowboy hat everywhere? Sheriff, uh, what the, God, the hell's his goddamn name? The one out of Dallas? I think he is. We're speaking about the same dude? He's, when the uh, Dallas shooting he's happened? He's always, yes, yes. Something Clark? Is his name Clark? He's I think a, he retired. Did he? Well, he Recently, didn't retire maybe. from, like, Fox News. Dude's always on. I wonder if I'm the same guy. Maybe here I'll find him because I just started. What is it? That guy. David Clark. His name's David Clark, bro. Sheriff David Clark. Eric Holder is the Attorney General. You fuck. You non-American. Very American. How do you not know that? You don't know who Eric Holder is? How dare you? I like to do that when I know someone who other people don't know. I go, how the fuck do you not know that, bro? Yeah, he's uh, he's a fucking character. That guy. They say he wears a cowboy hat in honor yep. of his, what his his family member was a Dallas cowboy. So he wears a Dallas cowboy hat everywhere. Right? He wears Just a hat, actual cowboy hat. That's a everywhere. aggressive, sir. Um, there's a crazy picture that he posted of uh, Donald Trump winning the Ellis Island World Award in 1989, <clears throat> standing next to Muhammad Ali and Rosa Parks. Damn, it was award for. Contributing to the conditions of inner, in, inner city black youths standing alongside Muhammad Ali and Rosa Parks. No one talks about that. Yeah. Well, well what doesn't help Trump is like the head of uh, KK was like, we got we we basically got him in there. Like we support <laughs> him. We're the ones that we're the reason he got in there. He had to come out and be like, I don't. I'm not cool with that KKK stuff, man. Like that's not me. Donald Trump, KKK, racist, sexist, anti-gay. It's like, kind of catchy, though. I wanted to tell him, man, go out into the street. But I, I was worried. I was <laughs> Dude, literally worried the in the street. that if I said it, he'd be like, you fucking racist. What did you, you a Trump supporter? Like he was so, his vitriol was And then they're going to so jump intense. all up on you. And then someone's going to be like, Joe Rogan. No, I'd say just go to the, come on, man. Go over there. Get over there, man. Go Let over me do there where everybody's actually protesting. Don't make me get Cam Haynes, get his fucking bone arrow and start <laughs> fucking murking people. We wouldn't be able to draw back. Back up, son. There was no room to draw. It was just, it was so crazy how many people were there. It was just strange. Just a protest, thousands of people. New York's well, busy as it is. But it's, it's uh, you know, the cops broke it up. Like, cops were screaming and shit. So it was like that being there at the weekends with the <sighs> biggest fights in history. All of it was just so crazy. It was a, that was a nutty scene, man. Being there in the weigh-ins felt surreal. 
It felt just really like surreal. finally it's, it happened. Yeah, it was like it was crazy. Like the weight of the event was thick in the air. It had this feel to it that was very different than any other show we'd ever put together. Dang, I wish I was there. That's the one show I wish I was at because it was so special. And it's gonna be tough to beat that, but it'll never be. I mean, you'll have big giant events for sure, but it'll never be like that because that was the last block yes. of corruption. Correct. That was standing in front of the UFC, getting into New York. I got a little worried when I saw, uh, where was I, I think, I was, where I was in Atlanta doing a live show, but I saw on the on the Twitter, like, the crazy press conference with Connor doing that stuff. I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, I'm not, and it was kind of weird. I was like, well, it seems a little gimmicky, blah, blah, blah. And then the weigh-ins, he looked a little more serious. And then the night of the fights, I was like, I mean, you couldn't have written a better show. I mean, the, 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 the fights, the night, the way everything happened, it was amazing, man. It was By amazing. By far the best UFC I've ever seen. It was By far, the the main event was almost it was almost bizarre. It's almost bizarre how good Connor is. Right, almost bizarre the way he picked apart Eddie Alvarez. Almost bizarre, and like like magical. That's almost the word I want to use. Correct. Like he touches motherfuckers with that left hand. Have you ever seen Eddie Alvarez just get, like they didn't even look like they were in the same planet? Like one guy like looked like he was from Mars, the other guy looked like he was just a normal dude trying to figure it out. Well, it looked like Eddie the moment he got hit was like, "What the fuck?" You could see on his face he was like, "Holy but Jesus, what am I doing here?" And then he goes, "Well, all right, he, this, he's not very good at wrestling. Let me try this wrestling." And Connor's like, "That was your shot." Oh, bro, you're in for a long night. I think <laughs> Eddie realized like, "Holy fuck!" Well, he's already touched up a little bit when he finally went in for the shot. You know, and I just think um, Connor knew then also that he had him. And how calm was he? Ridiculously. Just calm, upright, and just waiting. And then the accuracy of that combo that finally finished Eddie, that's what I think makes Connor so special is his accuracy when he throws punches. Eddie's moving as he's landing this stuff. I've mm -hmm. never seen anything like Like you said, it, it was straight up magical. I'm like, all right, well, we've never seen a guy like this. We just haven't. I don't know if we ever will either. It's really interesting, too, when I was interviewing him. He's like, you've got to have some attributes if you want to beat me. You've got to be <laughs> tall. You've got to be big. Give me these guys my size. What, what he's doing, though, it, it, it's so... He's a once-in-a-lifetime guy because he's setting the ceiling. Like, there's no there's no boundaries for him. Like, he's just like, mm -hmm. uh, I'll fight Nate at 70. I'll, I'll 45, sure, I'll murk Aldo in 13 seconds, and I'll come to 55. Like, we've never seen this kind of creativity, and we've also never seen the UFC allow someone to do this either. Yeah, well, he's just such a unique personality. It's undeniable. But also his style, <clears throat> in a lot of ways, he kind of does a lot of, like, what Wonder Boy does but with less kicks, like he throws kicks to the body, he'll throw like some front kicks. I mean, you know, like maybe 70% as many kicks. Mm. Wonder Boy is a little more kick heavy, but it's that sideways style. And he's, but he, he I think he does it better. Me too. Like there's maybe something about the focus of the shots that he's landing, the precision of them. Because Wonder Boy very rarely like touches somebody up like that with a punch. He just doesn't have that kind of power. Yeah, you're right. I, I think Wonder Boy is better at surprising guys with his kicks mm -hmm. and his angles. But Connor sets it up and he's landing combos. Yeah, that are all so precise and this power. Like he's touching dudes and you can see it on their face. Yeah, he t touched Eddie and Eddie's like, what the? F well, not only that, he's like he's hitting him in a surprise way and mm -hmm. he's not telegraphing it at all. Like his ability to like go from bouncing around to launching that shot is so quick it's so it's so precise and it's so focused and there's no fat in his movements it's just pow. 
Yeah, and they said there was going to be a big announcement afterwards, and obviously his girl's pregnant, which, I mean, it's a personal big announcement for him, but it, I think he's, he says he's going to take time off, and he wants a piece of the pie. He wants a piece of WME and what, you know, what they're doing now, <laughs> which <laughs> which is hilarious, right? I love it. Me too. I love it, and he, he's the first fighter ever that can talk like this. How old is he? Was kind of 26, maybe 27, 26. You got to think... 28. 28. God, I think he's a smart guy too. I don't. I mean, I would hope at least. I don't see him fighting deep into his thirties. No, especially the way he talks. Because he goes, now that I have a kid, I know what I bring to the table. I won't be set financially for the rest of my life. If you guys want me to fight again, yeah, I mean, you need to be set for the rest of my life. I want to. I want a part of this pie. And he's he's his next fight, and it's going to be such a fight. Is with WME. It's not with anyone out there. Hmm. If you if you think he's fighting Ferguson or Khabib next, you're batshit crazy. That's hmm. not happened for a very long time. Maybe. Maybe they work it out. I don't think so. I think the next fight, again, I don't know. This is just me going off whatever the hell I think, Joe, but I think his next fight would be Nate for the belt at 55. Because if you think, if you look at Khabib and Tony, they're both deserving, and we're MMA purists. We're balls deep in MMA. We love it. And one of those guys deserves it. As far as numbers and in, in, in a big pay-per-view, it would have to be Nate. I do you think. really think they would do Nate again? 100%. Wow. I don't think Nate or Connor will fight unless it's if if it's that's the if that has to be the matchup. Sorry. I think Connor will fight someone else. I think Connor might even fight Woodley. You, I think you'd see a fight with Woodley before you see Khabib or Ferguson. I think Khabib and Ferguson will fight each other before anything else. Do you know how fucking crazy it would be if he decided to go up and fight Woodley? This it's so nuts. obviously Woodley has to get through Wonder Boy again, but does he? It has to. You think so? Well, well, Dana, Dana said that's the that's the it's Dana immediate rematch. Said a lot of shit. He said Habib was fighting for the title. It's a good point. It was yeah. like nah, me sure you're fighting for the title. Nah. nah, yeah, he does that all the time. I don't think that means anything. That's think, a good point. Yeah, I'm just going based off what your boy said. He was like, that's the next rematch. I like but you put it on me. Well, <laughs> you're, you're more your friend than mine. You're real. You've worked with him forever. I'm really I good like the guy. With him. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I like Dana. I just think. You know, you have a close relationship, so I say you're a boy, but <laughs> he he does say things and pulls back. Yeah. If if Woodley and that's there, this other thing you gotta worry about though, not you don't have to worry about, something to think about. How much power are they gonna give Connor? 45, 55, 70, just wraps up all the Dude, do you know how crazy that would be if he did it though? I, I say let him do it. Let him try. The UFC's going, we can't. He's gonna I take bet this Woodley bitch will over. Say it. Woodley will say, let him try. Fuck yeah, Woodley will say, let yeah. him try. Woodley would love that. You know how big Woodley looks compared to him? Ginormous. It's so bizarre looking at Woodley inside the octagon. You know he's, he's the most jacked dude, I think, other than Yoel Romero. Yoel? He be, he's in there. He's in there. Oh, they're one and two. <clears throat> yeah. One and two right now. Yoel I think it's like interchangeable. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It depends what you're into. But Yoel flies through the air. Yoel does backflips at the beginning of every fight. At the beginning of every fight, he goes into the audience, or he goes into the cage, and he does backhand springs and f literally launches himself through the air and lands on his feet. Like it's the Olympics. Yeah. And it's a solid landing. And he's 200 pounds. Correct, sir. And he's flying. Flying. He's the freakiest and freak athlete ever. And loves gay Jesus. Yes. Yeah, Jesus! Gay Jesus! Michael Bisping, I love you! I love you, Michael! You do that to me! I love you! 
Someone needs to help him with his with his marketing. No, no, don't right? change a word. No, but he lost so much. He lost so much fan support when he said, uh, "For for what did he say for the gay Jesus?" We, no, he did, we, we he, thought he said gay Jesus, yes. but he said, "Don't forget Jesus." That but his was, broken English was so bad. People went bad on him so fast. They did, and then he kept calling Bisbing boy. Yeah, I like that. Boy. Well, it's okay because he's like a black that. guy. I like that. He's allowed. If Bisbing did that to him, Ooh, we got some shit on our hands. Shit on our hands. Cannot yeah. say that to. to no. A man of color. No, he does talk Don't like that. Don't forget Jesus. He's so scary. Poor Weidman in New York, oh. hometown, needed a win bad. Mm. The only getting no yeah. love in New York, and then just a fucking knee from Cuba just to oh. your dome piece. Just flew, flew through the air, and as he hit him, like he was flying over him afterwards. But but you know that was insanely impressive. But you know what was almost as impressive as the way he took Weidman's back. He tripped him. He's they, they tied up together. He trips Weidman, throws him to the ground, and then spins around behind him and takes his back. Like How about a, the trip? How about the world class trip? Oh yeah. People are like, yeah, that's just trip. No, 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 that's world class level trip. Weidman's an absolute monster. Ridiculous. And he was just He was throwing him around. He was showing him the difference between a wrestler from the Olympics, a guy who meddled in every single world tournament he entered. And built like a ninja turtle. Dude, he's ridiculous. And you know, the, you know, he has like a fused disc in his neck. I would like, assume. He had a serious injury in his neck, just like Weidman has. But Weidman had a disectomy. Weidman had surgery. He did. So Yoel has a big scar in the back of his neck. You could see it. It's like a big slice. It's all stitched up. Just like Ving Rhames from Pulp Fiction. Very different. But You know, you know what I'm saying, though. Same <laughs> scar, black guy. Well, it's, yeah, it's... um. You know, it's I've seen it before on other guys, but spinal surgery is fucking no joke, man. I, so I, had, I had Weidman win that fight till then. He won the first round, but you thought he won the second round when Yoel was throwing him around? Uh, no, not winning, but I, I thought as the fight would go on, it would help Weidman. I thought in the second round, Yoel started implementing his wrestling, Correct. and I thought he was running away with it. And I, then in the so third, it'd be one-one, right? Yes, yes. I thought it was one-one. Yes, one-one. But That's I thought fair. it was like shocking how good his wrestling was in comparison. And we know he that Weidman he is, doesn't show it. Yeah, very, very rarely. But when he does, dudes go flying. I don't they know why he doesn't flying, use it more. Because he's having fun. Having a good time! <laughs> uh, dude, for real. At, at first, when he was talking stuff to Bisming, I'm like, God, that's a terrible fight for Bisming. God, that's terrible. And then it hit me, I'm like, five rounds? Bisming really doesn't initiate in that grappling, and he has cardio for days? Mm -hmm. That's a tough fight to call. At first, I was like, yeah, Romero's going to fucking destroy Bisming. I'm like, not really, though, if you think about it. Not really. Who knows what could happen, but Dan Henderson caught... Bisping twice bad in their last title fight at 45 years old or whatever it is. He did catch him really, really He caught bad. him bad. And Dan Henderson, who is one of the most ruthless power strikers in the game, for sure. And Bisping survived that. So that's good for Bisping that he was able to survive that. You know? you, you got to think, Yoel Romero doesn't just have a right hand. He flies. He literally launches himself at you. If he gets a hold of you, you, you the wrestling You're ability. For a ride. Dan Henderson's a silver medalist in the Olympics as well, but it's uh, different. It's different. Different. Yeah, especially Dan right now. What's Dan? Forty-eight. I think he's forty-six or forty-five. He's up there either way. Yeah. But Romero's basically, you know, in his prime as an MMA fighter. Well, also there's like the range of motion. Yes. Like Dan's almost like locked up. Some would say stiff. Yeah, he's got. But if he hits you, you're fucksville. 
but he's like his range of motion is very limited. Where whereas Yoel is like a super athlete. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have any limitations in his range of motion. He's ridiculously flexible. Like he does like a half split before he um, before he uh, fights. He was yeah. like down there like stretching out. You're like this guy's range of motion is insane. Those knees and the flying knees, though, a lot of it, especially with Weidman, came from Weidman going for that single leg. Mm-hmm. He's like, go, go for that again and see what happens. Yeah. And where Bisming doesn't entertain the grappling at all. That's true. That's true. And he stays on the outside and he also has that beast of a coach. Mm-hmm. But at first, right away, I was like, oh, God, that sucks. Because I love Bisming. I'm like, God, that's a bad fight for him. I was sitting there, I'm like, well, cardio, five rounds. If he can survive those first two, maybe three, dragging late mm-hmm. water, it's a, a fun fight. Definitely watch that bad, never bad boy. I mean, you can't. It's hard to do MMA math, right? MMA you math. You do style style work. matchups, right. though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was saying, like, Bisping lost to Tim Kennedy. Tim Kennedy lost to Yoel, but Tim Kennedy was beating Yoel. Like, that's another thing that Yoel's corner did this fight that was fucked up, man. They covered him with water. They threw water on him while he was sitting there resting. Between first and second. Uh huh. They put an ice pack on him, and they he poured water on himself. He poured it on his legs. He poured it on his arms. He poured it all over him. And they wiped him down. I mean, he was trying to cool himself off, yeah. probably. Yeah. But you're not allowed to do that. No. And they, they spent time wiping him down before the round started. So, mm. like, they wiped him down in between the corner, but then the referee stopped it and made them wipe him down more. So he gets more rest. So he gets more rest. Really? Yeah, look, for sure they're aware when, when that happened with Tim Kennedy. When Tim Kennedy had him fucked up at the end of that second round, he absolutely and on purpose stayed on that stool longer than he was supposed Some to. Some would say it was a smart move. Yes. Obviously, it ended up working in his favor. It's smart if you're a cheater, if you're okay with cheating. But it is cheating. It's cheating. You have an allotted 100% one minute, is cheating. 100%. Yes. Right? You have Tim should have won that fight. And the referee should have probably stopped the fight. But I'm sure Big John didn't want the fight to end, didn't want to cheat everybody out of the fight, just wanted the guy to get back up. But then you cheat Tim Kennedy, who... Mm-hmm. Is the one person you don't want to cheat out of this. And Tim, Tim is walking around like yelling while this Pissed. is all going off. Pissed. Yeah. The whole thing was a mess. It was a mess. That was a clusterfuck of a moment. But it just shows you this guy has a massive amount of experience in international competition and wrestling. And there's like a lot of shit that goes on in wrestling, you know, where you're you have to take advantage of whatever you can to win. You know, and the, 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 all these years of high level competition on the international scene. He's probably got a bunch of little tricks like that he could do to slow down the pace or give himself a little extra time. And and when you, and what people oh what what's fifteen twenty seconds? Fifteen twenty seconds for a guy like Yo Romero to replenish giant. The, I mean, you're talking giant night and day difference for a guy like that. And I think it was also thirty seconds with the Tim Kennedy fight, if I remember, maybe twenty three. I felt like it was longer than that. I don't remember talking about Stoolgate. Yeah, Stoolgate. Um, but also then there's a psychological issue. Because Kennedy now thinks the fight's over. Is it not over? Like, he doesn't know where he's at. There's nothing worse than that. When you think the fight's over, and they're like, oh, no, 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 back in, man. (laughs) That's what always kills me about glory when they have that extra round. We go one more round. Imagine you get through three rounds of kickboxing, and then finally you're drinking water. You got your arms up. Referee says blah, blah, blah. And it's it's all a draw. Well, well, think if you're Tyrone Woodley. Think, think, Think if you're Woodley. Well, how about Bruce Buffer fucking it up? Where we what was we going said on it was there? A decision. What was going? Because you were like, whoa, whoa, everyone, chill. You were like, chill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, here's what was going on. First of all, Bruce said it wrong. He it was not a majority decision. It was a majority draw. Correct. But they probably wrote it down wrong for him. Look, New York does not do any MMA. They've never done MMA before. No this shit. Is the first event, right? That's why they it's never been legal. Off for a shod, yeah. Exactly. 
Um, so they do this thing where they tally up the scorecards, they give it to Bruce, and I guess it's said majority decision, Tyron Woodley. They read two judges score a draw, one judge scores it for Woodley, and Woodley retains the title, but it's supposed to be a majority draw. Yes. That's what the majority of the people thought it was a draw, so it's a majority draw. So Bruce said it wrong, whether they gave it to him wrong, I don't know. Um, and Real then, Steve Harvey moment. Yes, and then they and then Tyron freaked out, and then the audience booed. The audience went crazy, and I said, "Dude, you, you still have your title. Just hold." And I was, and they wanted Bruce to say it again, so Bruce says it again. I was going to say it again onto the microphone. Yeah, but they and Bruce insisted he get the mic and he says it again, so he says it again. And he, you know, because he wanted to correct the mistake, so he says it again, and then I have to say the the audience is booing. I'm like, this is the exact same score. Yes, it's the exact same score. It's just the wrong definition. Just read wrong. Yeah, that's all. And and I think it was probably pretty <clears throat> accurate too. I think it was right. It's before it. I think maybe with ten seconds left, I look at Brian. I went, I bet you anything. It's crazy. And I even tweeted out before this, and I went, I, I think it's a draw. Brian goes, no, championship match. I go, I feel like it's a draw. I give I give that a 10-8, and then I scored the other rounds. Uh, I forget how I scored them. I, go, I think it's a draw. Some people didn't give Woodley a 10-8 for the fourth That's round. Insane. Because at the end of the round, Wonderboy was on top of him, punching him. That's insane. Yeah, but I, I mean, say, that's a bully beat down. if anything, if he didn't do that, if, if um, Wonderboy didn't get out and wasn't on top, it might be a 10-7. Because not only did he hurt him with big punches, then he almost choked the life out of him. I mean, he had him in a deep guillotine. And people are telling me that wasn't a good guillotine. Like, Fuck you are you. out of your fucking mind. You're insane. I'm, Have a guy, yeah. a guy as strong as Woodley. May, let's say his position's a little off. He's not to the Let side. Let me just say that for and the record. The, and what round is it? What round was that? Third round. Third round. So your cardio no, fourth, already. Fourth round. Fourth, correct. Fourth round. fourth round. You're already exhausted. And you have that 170-pound monster around your neck. And he's not 170. No, he's every bit of what? Probably 200? Probably 200 around pounds. There. And, by the way, he's a brown belt. He's a brown belt in jiu-jitsu. Mm -hmm. Do you think Tyron Woodley doesn't know how to choke people? You're fucking crazy. It was a very good choke. And I, I was amazed. Me too, man. One of the things I was thinking was like, Wonderboy has a skinny-ass neck. And tiny head. Yeah. Smaller head than me. And the small head thing is <laughs> smaller head than me. I have a that tiny was what head. Woodley said. Woodley said, well, I knew he had a little head. <laughs> Did and he I was really? Like, oh shit! I didn't even think about his head. I was thinking about the size of his neck. He has a slender neck, yes. tiny head. Isn't it amazing the human body can take that? Like, amazing. how did his head not rip off? How did his neck not break? That's what I'm saying. Woodley's can you imagine so if he won strong. by broken neck? I guarantee you, if he had that in the first round, he probably wouldn't be able to finish it. I agree. It. But how I tough is? Say I how, how, it. Well, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, though. but, but different been, story. Yeah, different story. How tough is Wonder Boy though? Ridiculous. And I, and I've and this is and I know Wonder Boy. We're the same manager. We've trained together a bunch. Love the guy. I've always and this is just me. I've always questioned his toughness because he does come from a privileged family. Like they have this huge Taekwondo academy in South Carolina, and he has a great home life. And his dad's his coach, and his brothers are studs. Is it Taekwondo or is it just karate? Uh, I'm not I think, sure. I think it's just karate. Is it just it's karate? A karate style. Yeah, you, you're, you're probably right. One of those. So. But, but he has this huge school. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Very yeah, successful. Yeah. yeah. Uh, been to dinners with his dad and the whole family. Like, God, this guy has everything going for him. So when I see that, it's like, you know, it's the Calabasas kids thing. Like, you never see the tough skin Calabasas and you do shit in the UFC. It's just that when they're privileged like that. So when the going gets rough, I've always kind of questioned Wonder Boy. And I, I've never seen it though. Because the Matt Brown fight. You know, his, his last loss, and it was back and forth. There's a scrap. I'm like, all right, whatever. This fight, man, I was, and I was watching with fans. I was standing up clapping. Like, what is going on right now, man? What the crazy. fuck are you talking about? It was a crazy fight. And it, uh, there was a lot interesting. First of all, how fucking hard is Tyron Woodley hit? 
Jesus Christ. What? God, dude. Man. He has one of the best straight right hands in the business. And if it lands, yeah. I, can't, I can't believe Wonderboy didn't get knocked out. Unbelievable. Well, I mean, he's a guy who's fought in professional kickboxing. He has a 57-0 and 0 combined kickboxing record, amateur and pro. I guarantee he didn't fight anyone that kickboxing circuit that punches as hard as Iron Woodley. <laughs> and not with four-ounce gloves, either. No, exactly. That's the other big... He can punch faster with those little gloves on, and it hurts more when it lands. So, let, so let's say Dana does do the rematch. They don't do Connor Woodley, and they do do the rematch. I was thinking about it. Three titles. Three titles. Where but, the fuck is me third belt? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Woodley was a slight underdog. And if you listen to Duke Rufus, who was talking about their game plan, he, I think he was talking about in the post-fight uh, uh, press conference, their game plan, Why? and you even mentioned it, you're like, I don't get why Tyrone is against the cage. Like, I, right. And I didn't like it either. I'm like, right. what's he doing? He's getting murked. Right. That was their game plan because— Well, do you know he does that a lot? Yes, he does that a lot, and, yeah. and Wonderboy is a counter-striker, so they wanted to bring him to Woodley. That was their thinking, mm-hmm. by him being against the cage and do all that, and then get him to commit to take him down. Right. So they kind of—it surprised Wonderboy a little bit. But in the rematch, I think it favors Wonderboy so much more because now he knows Woodley's going to fight like that. He might not fight like that. Again. He might not fight like that. So then he's so, uh, so. And this is my thinking here. I think the ability to change and 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 be more dynamic is in Wonderboy's favor. Yeah. Sort of. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, in a way. But here's the thing: Woodley only took him down once in the whole fight and mauled him once he got him to the ground. Which is now, why Wonderboy didn't tee off. What if Woodley? What if Woodley decides to do that? Every fucking round, you know. I don't know how much Wonder Boy can stop Woodley from taking him down. Woodley's so much bigger, so much stronger, and a way better wrestler. Way if better. Woodley takes him down like he took him down the first round, I mean that might have been the strategic error because Woodley mauled him in the first round. By the end of the round, his nose is fucked up. He's got a giant cut. He's leaking blood. Correct. And Woodley just held him down and dominated him on the ground. So if he just does that in the round two, and th- I mean if he was able to do that instead of try to stand and knock him out. He might have been able to stop him. Correct, but the the reason why he got that takedown is based off those kicks, mm-hmm. and then Wonder Boy stopped kicking as, as like he wasn't looking for the knockout. Does that right. make sense? Like he was so hesitant after that. Mm-hmm. So, and and I feel like the reason he got that was because of the kick. So I think Wonder Boy can't make changes, more of changes to win the next fight. Maybe it's all up in maybe who knows. Yeah. But I'm saying as far as game plan wise, I think it favors Wonder Boy. Yeah, but here's the thing: now that Tyron knows like Wonder Boy's timing and he's be able to rock him, he's going to have some serious confidence in launching that right hand. Uh, but go ahead and move forward on Wonderboy, see what happens. Yeah, but sometimes it works. I mean, he's been able to take him down. Other people have been able to take him down. And when he gets him down, like, the difference in the grappling was pretty fucking evident to me. Oh, it looked like a white belt versus, you know, just a He's so much guy. stronger, so much better at holding him in place. I was like, man, if this fight goes this way, Woodley's going to run away with it. That yeah, was easy. what I thought after I thought, the first me round. Me too, me too. He busted him open bad. Bad, man. And then... When you're dealing with Wonder Boy, you're dealing with that weird sideways stance and just popping that jab in his face. Hands down. Hands down. He's a weird guy to spar with. The other thing is Wonder Boy, he didn't let his hands go at all. Mm -hmm. At all. That that left hand. and like He's so good at going southpaw traditionally. He can go back and forth. But it was all kicks for him. Well, I think he was worried after that takedown and getting busted up Mm -hmm. of even, you know, opening up. Getting taken down again. But, you know, Tyron's a totally different animal, too. He's a different animal than Johnny Hendricks. Like, Great Johnny, athlete. Yeah, and the Johnny Hendricks that Wonder Boy faced, let's be honest, he's not the same guy. Not he's even just, close. He's just not. No, I don't know. He's not the same guy that knocked out John Fitch. He's not the same guy that knocked out Martin Campman. He's just not the same guy. No. Just not. No. For whatever reason. 
speculate all you want, internet. Yeah, for whatever reason. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's motivation. Maybe it's uh, personal he problems. He changed camps. Who he, knows? He, had a, he opened up a steak restaurant, and it went out of business. Terrible idea. But maybe he terrible. just... Terrible idea, sir. The worst? The, the, if you're a celebrity and you got some cash, maybe the worst idea? <laughs> yeah, restaurant's not the way to go. Hey, I'm tired just of being successful. Yeah. And, and happy. Hey, I'd rather be I, stressed <laughs> out and broke. I hate money. Do you have a restaurant I can invest in? That's. I mean, it's a terrible idea. Even if they just put his name on it, he's still associated with that failure, and I'm sure he had to have some form of commitment to it. I'm sure you got to sign while people eating fucking t-bones for 30 percent off or something like that and the reddit the uh the not reddit um the uh, yahoo and yelp reviews rather they were terrible were they bad oh, they were the worst it was like one star <laughs> we can't be associated yeah, with that you man. can't like if you want to open up a restaurant and you're a celebrity good luck it should be like a really small place or, or, like, or you'd be a or be a silent investor like don't yes. be don't be the face of it well, there's a bunch of places like that in LA. Hundred percent. Yeah, a, like, a gang like, of them. Like uh, our boy uh, Travis Barker, he owns uh, Crossroads. You don't see him marking stuff like that, but it's like, and obviously not your cup of tea, but it's a all uh, vegan I heard restaurant. It's, good, though. it's like the number one place in LA as yeah. far as vegan goes. It's, I heard it's really them. good. Yeah, yeah, but you don't see him blasting out there like his face on the front of the restaurant, right. fucking playing the drums while they're serving up spring rolls. Oh, well, they were calling it the Big Rig Steakhouse. God. Damn it. Yeah. Well, that's some Texas shit. Yeah, it's Texas shit. It might shit. work in Texas, right? <laughs> big Rig Steak. Well, hey, man. I might get a T-bone awesome, from Big Rig. What if it was awesome? You know, what if it you doesn't sound like there, it, though, it is it? insane. No, it doesn't. Has that ever worked? Well, I guess, you know, Elway did it. John Elway did it. His Elway Steakhouse in Denver kills it. Really? That's a fine steak, though. Ted, Ted has them. Who's Ted? Ted Turner. Oh, yeah, He's got yeah. those Ted's. Yeah, yeah. yeah true. That's Shanahan's has bison it. bison meat and shit. Yeah, it's a tough gig, man. Tough. Rocky did in the last one. But it's also for an athlete, especially a fighter, where your mind, and you, you, first of all, you have this event that happens, and I don't have to tell you this, but for everybody listening, it, ha it takes months before the event, you're thinking about this event, you're preparing for the event, and then the event is one night. Anything that can fuck your head up along the way should be avoided. Yeah, you shouldn't be thinking about getting mass discounts on T-bones and filet. You should be really worried about Wonder Boy. Yeah. Anything, anything that can fuck you up. You know, there's so many different things that can creep into your mind. Well, look, and, I mean, great transition. To look at Misha Tate. Yeah. And I told, and I'm not taking anything away from Pen or, uh, Pennington. I thought she looked brilliant. She did her job. I thought that was a real bad matchup for Misha, honestly. You I think did. Pennington's super underrated. She's, she's underrated for sure. I also think that version of Misha, I, I and I... I just said that's Misha doesn't look into it or something else is going on. She's having an off night. She it didn't look like our, the normal Misha we're used to seeing. And for Misha, for her to say, "Yeah, I'm done," I, I think I couldn't hear it because again, I was watching with a live crowd, so mm -hmm. I couldn't hear. It. But she retired, correct? Yeah, she retired. What'd but she say? She was just like, "I'm out." Yeah, she says, "I just want to say I'm done. I'm done." And I said, "Was this based entirely on your performance? Is it something you planned?" And she said, "No, it was based on my performance." And then she said that I just I've taken a lot of punishment. And, um, that's fair, man. That's yeah, fair. For sure. And she's also, to me, she's someone you, you want your daughters to look up to. Like, she's such a great face for women's MMA. Just because, obviously, she's a beautiful young lady. Probably the best looking one in the UFC. But she also, she speaks very well. She has the skills. You're talking about a lady who, if you would have told her she'd been champ in the UFC... You know, after you've seen her fights with Ronda and these other fights, she I'm sure she'd be like, you're full of shit. And she just came back from his adversity. Like, when she beat Holly, mm -hmm. like, amazing. amazing, man. Yeah. And for her now, there's so much more for her to do. This is why I'm proud of her and her getting out when she did. Because I don't know if you've heard her break down fights. As a female analyst, she is so damn good. It's ridiculous. Well, she's very smart. She's very smart. She's very good at breaking down the fights. 
as far as not like Joe Rogan style, uh, Brian Stan style, Dominic Cruz style. She's good as a as an analyst mm-hmm. uh, when she's up there with like uh, Stan and Bisbing and those guys. And have you had her on your show? We have not had her on her show. I listened to her on your show, and I thought she was brilliant. She's got her own show now too. So she has she has her own podcast. Yeah. Well, she's already doing it the right way. Yeah. But um, I I think for her man, like sky's the limit. I really. I do. think you're right. I think you're right, and I think if she really, I mean, everybody always says that if you have one foot out the door, you should just walk, just go. There you go. Here. And that's why he sat me down. <laughs> Here. Well, you know. You're like, excuse me, sir. You're telling dick jokes and trying to fight right now. Well, it's one thing watching somebody who you don't love, who's just like, well, you know, or even you do love, you don't have that close of a relationship with. But yeah. as a friend, you know, you have a close friendship with someone. You, you see the path. I mean, it's one of those things, man. You see it time and time again. I, I can name you a hundred guys that I know that are kind of half in the game. And, oh, yeah. and they still do I it, and too. every now and then they get knocked out, or they'll fight some Yair Rodriguez type motherfucker, some upcoming some phenom, and get in. lit up and all in. Yeah, those all in guys are fucking scary. Yeah, and it, you know, for me, it was the best thing that ever happened to me in my life. So, well, I think it's probably going to be the best thing for Misha too. And one of the things that I said to Misha was like, you know, you've already achieved the highest achievement ever in MMA. You were a world champion in the UFC. So like you know that no one could ever take that from her. She won it in spectacular fashion, and it was an amazing accomplishment. That's a giant thing to have on your resume, former world champion. And and she's at the perfect time, just talking about from business uh, side of things, is the, the UFC's contract with Fox is, is coming up. So mm-hmm. what they're going to do, from my understanding, is it's going to be on multiple networks. So it's, it's going to be like the NFL or NBA or whatever, or these other sports leagues, where they're not just tied to Fox, which opens up the door for ESPN, CBS, all these other networks. Mm. So that opens up the door for all these other shows for her. So if, I, if I'm uh, Misha Tate, I don't sign with Fox right now. Right. Granted, she's the best female analyst in the game to me. I think she waits till that deal goes and then fields all the offers. And she has the time to do it. She might, or UFC might offer her some sort of an in-house gig. You know, who knows? I could see that and I'm happening I'm saying don't too. do that. Don't do that and for if her. If I'm her manager, don't do yeah. that. Let them play the negotiating game, and she has so many talents, and no one's coming along like her who speaks or looks like her. Yeah, isn't that happening with you guys? Isn't there a network issue? Yes, there is a network issue. <laughs> Some sort of an issue with you guys being on Fox? Yeah. Well, it, it, for for us, it's just... Uh, <laughs> Brian goes, don't talk about that on Rogan. And we before, I'm like, we got to talk about it. Yeah. I'm, and you know me, I'm an open book, man. I'm like, do what? You don't have to talk about it if you don't want to. No, I know. We always talk about it. Uh, for, for me, it's just... Uh, um, you know, I'm always... I'm always in the understanding of uh, we don't need anybody. And you've always said that. And I think uh, the Fire and the Kid fan base and, and what we've achieved has n- literally nothing to do with Fox. You know, they gave yeah. us a studio, and, I, and, and I'm grateful for that stuff. But we would be here with or without them. You know, it, The studio's not that big a deal. You, just no. rent, you rent office space. A lot of guys, we all know people that do it. Tom and Christina do it. Uh, Joey Diaz does it. Uh, I do it. A lot of people do it. They just rent space. Correct. It's not hard to do. No, and you know, we our biggest issue would be finding a a good producer to help us, like a young Jamie. All you, you know? would have to do is uh, put out uh, the ad, throw the bat signal up online. I'm sure this. Well, here's call. the bat signal. <laughs> yeah, here, uh, here's hey, your everybody. bat signal. Yeah, Holla at we're Brendan looking. Schaub we're looking Twitter. for one. Yeah, I mean, if you find someone who knows how to handle the internet side of things, and I'm sure Jamie can help them. Yeah. The, what's going on today? that's really interesting in podcasting and we've kind of talked about this before but is that the the real network is the organic network between friends 
Correct. It's between all of us, between Joey and Bill Burr and Burt Kreischer and Tom Segura. We're all just a bunch of friends. Yep. And we talk about each other and we have each other on and everybody finds out about each other from each other. And we retweet each other and re-Instagram each other and support each other. And that's like a real network where there's no like deals going on there's no. no paper signed it's and then everybody's sort of benefiting from it equally mm-hmm. everybody gets something out of it you know that's a real network this right. other thing is a weird business where non-creative people capitalize on the work of creative people and they provide you with what a fucking a series of walls yeah. and an internet connection yep. oh thank you for, yep. you definitely should get half the money you out of your fucking mind <laughs> yeah that's exactly what i said i it, we're, it's just a different age now that that, that we're going into and um, it's, it, we're in a good spot. That's a good thing. We're in a good spot and, uh, yeah, we have offers from all these other networks and stuff like that. So well, that's all good. And the, the most important thing is just, you guys love what you do and the show's fun. And that's long, the biggest thing. Yeah, and then people are going to still enjoy it. So it's almost like think about it as little as you can, I guess. You know? oh, for me, I, I see it as a opportunity. Like when, when we were discussing it today, I was excited. I'm like, Oh Yes. We yeah. kind of get our Joe Rogan on now. Yeah, you got to do that for sure. A lot of guys have done, you know, my friend Dave Rubin, who was on last week, he had a similar situation. He was with one network. He left that. He went with another network. And he was like, what the fuck am I doing? And I told him, I'm like, dude, just keep, just be free. Just get out there. Well, I, I think what people don't realize is like all the guests, the marketing, the merchandise, like I have, I've hired our own booker. We've had mm-hmm. our own public. Like it's all in house. It's yeah. all whatever I want to do with it. Like we literally just show up to the studio. Yeah, I can't it. imagine how they thought that they'd get fifty percent of that. It's it seems insane. so crazy. It's insane. It's just maybe they just don't know how much money it is. Or they don't. I was literally laughing, like physically laughing. Like, oh, you have. How did you guys have... resolve it? How'd you end it? Now it's off to the agents. Oh, boy. Call my agent, like, there you go, man. First of all, they, with this. they should have never brought you in in the first place. And all, all that stuff is supposed to be done with agents. They're not supposed to bring you in and talk financials with you with no representation. Correct. However, I'm very, and if to almost to a fault, I'm very uh, in on, as far as the business side, things go with firing the kid. Like, I want to be involved. Now, right. now when it goes to negotiating, yeah. all right, you guys do that. Yeah. Now you, if you want to change the logo from a maroon to an orange, you better fucking go over it with me. If you, if you do something without me knowing, then then we have issues. Do they think they can do that kind of shit though? Do you think that they would start doing that if they? Uh... They did it once, and I was like, "What? What did they do? They uh, they changed something. It, it was some logo. They tweeted something out that I didn't approve. And you know, you can call me a control freak, but so it, this is like the network did that. Fox did that. Yeah, yeah. Well, they have certain people run the 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 accounts. You know, so they just decided that they were going to yeah. do that. I'm like, oh, what are you doing, man? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, well, that's you're in a weird gray area. You know, you have your own show. You have a very limited amount of people that are in charge of that show. But all these other people that are sort of used to, like, if they have a show, they get a say. Yeah. They, I mean, I remember when they were telling you not to swear. Yeah. Oh, no, they censored That's why I told while. you guys to go get free. I'm yeah, like, you've you been saying that forever. Free. You yeah, can't. Do, no swearing. What? No, I know. I know. It, it makes it makes the audience, like, almost you think they're stupid or they can't yeah. handle the swear words. Well, it, people it are getting upset. It, it takes away everything that's great about the internet. What's great about the internet is you just you could be yourself. You gotta be, you be yourself, and but also what what they don't realize. And again, it's just an old school way of thinking. They don't realize how big podcasting is getting because whether I'm at Fox, I'm in Joe Rogan's bathroom doing the podcast. The listeners just want the audio. You know, yeah. they just want the show. Well, they you don't could give do, a fuck. You could who do the show. It. I got a little microphone that I hook up to this fucking thing to my. Uh, That's what my Bill phone. Burr does, dude. It's amazing. He just goes off his iPhone like yeah. a maniac, dude, it's easy. and it still works. 
Mark Maron does that as a garage, for God's sakes. That's a present in his garage. Yeah. Well, he's actually got a pretty sweet setup. No, right he there. really does, but you get the point. Yeah. I'm going to try to find this shit in here. I'm going to show you what this thing is. Um, yeah, it's just it's just a different uh, kind of day and age of media, and we're in a good spot, man, so I'm happy. Yeah, dude, I just don't think that this... The, oh, I'll find it later, but anyway, it's a microphone. Talking about sits in here and it has a built-in little tripod on it. So I think it's called an Apogee or something like that. Here. You, ever, you, you ever use the Zoom mic? Yeah, those are good. Yeah, Brian and I started a Zoom mic in his garage. Yeah. All those, these, it's just, you don't need much. You don't need much. I mean, we're try, obviously we're trying to go the freaking JRE experience. And then Jamie told me how much that goddamn mothership board is over there. I'm yeah, like, you know what? We'll, we'll probably, I'll probably see if I can get that at uh, Goodwill or something like that. Sweat this. This little thing right Sweat here. Sweat this. See this little jammy? This little microphone. I take this little microphone. I screw it into here. This little baby here is a little fucking tripod that it sits on. It all comes oh, in wow. this little case. I pop that sucker down. You could set it up in a hotel room. Damn, son. Yeah. That's what you did on the plane mm -hmm. where you were with Dana and Tony? No, the, on the plane with Dana and Tony, I didn't even have this yet. Damn, the thing's dope. Dude. It's the shit. Wow. You tighten it down. What's it called? It's called an Apogee or something like that. I set that up, and it's a real live condenser microphone. And it picks up all the voices, And it does clear. it all through your phone. That's, that's really dope. It's incredible. That's this, really cool. This is all you need. Like, you don't True. need all this other shit. We do all this other shit because even way, way, way back in the day, I was like, why wouldn't we have a visual element of it? Why wouldn't we have, like, a, we were doing the streaming version of it even, even actually before we were doing anything else. Vis visual is big, though. And our, our YouTube, you, we, we need the visual aspect of it for sure. Yeah. Like, you can't downgrade now. But, yeah. but also for us, it's just, um, yeah, you, you just want to continually, continually get better. Keep working, baby. I can't believe that they didn't fire us. I've said some outlandish shit on that show. I can't believe Fox is like, listen, we, they just don't. Can't, we just can't have it. Well, I don't have, think they, they pay know attention. The or, yeah, they know the numbers. They know the numbers. That's mm -hmm. one thing they do know. Correct. Because you're on their network. Correct. So they're like, Jesus. Yeah, I know. You know, it's, it's, there's not another thing that they have that especially, gets to kind of download. There was a time there when I, especially right when I retired and I was like, you know, I was, I was angry. I was angry at certain things, man. I'd lash out on the mic and stuff like that, especially in their, they're obviously in cahoots with the UFC. So how they didn't fire me, I have no idea. Well, I think the worst thing could be that they did fire you. It's actually smart that they didn't because you know what the Streisand effect is? Yeah, like when UFC now banned me and I went howling like a little owl to everybody. Or, you know, there's there's a bunch of examples of things like that that have happened where someone gets bigger because like Milo Yiannopoulos, you know who he is? Yeah, he got banned from Twitter, He right? got banned from Twitter because he was making fun of Ghostbusters. He became bigger than ever. He became like this cultural alt-right icon because of that. It's publicity you can't pay for. Look at Ariel Hawani, bad example. Ariel Hawani, remember when the UFC banned him, kicked mm -hmm. him out, and they went on all those networks? And then yeah. The UFC was like, my bad, my bad, you're back in. Yeah, for a little while. Now he's for out a little, again. Is he out again? Yeah. What's, they, why they is he out again? Because of the Brock Lesnar thing? Remember when... Uh, is he out again? I thought he was oh, in yeah. New York. I don't think so. I saw him. Was he there in the arena? Did he have press credentials? I don't know about me. I saw him walking around like... Oh, he was fired from Fox. That's what he was Oh, yeah, he was fired from Fox. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, for yeah. that, though. But not fired from his show right. and doing the UFC media. He, so he's banned from being in the media for a little while, and they let him back in. Is that how it works? Yeah, but the thing is, in, in Dana's defense and the UFC's defense is... The NFL, you know, that certain leagues do that. They don't. They don't allow certain people in. Mm. So it's not, you know, like as much as North Korea as we thought. Like uh, there's, there are leagues who ban guys from coming to the events. Hmm. Well, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck the NFL does. So it's not even worth me talking about it. How about Habib Nurmagomedov? 
What a fucking scary monster that guy is. But here's the thing. He did get clipped, he though, didn't clipped. he? He got clipped. Michael Johnson clipped him. And I'm, I'm watching that, and I was like, what would Connor do to this kid? Right? Because yeah. before, I'm like, Connor would get murked by Khabib. And I saw him like, well, if Johnson lands that, you bet your sweet-ass Connor's going to land that. Yeah. That magical left hand. I'm, uh-huh. I'm done question what Connor's capable of. Because I was like, Eddie's a tough matchup. I think he's going to win this one. I do. God damn, I'm, I'm scared for this fight. I kind of want to see him fight Woodley. I'd love to see him fight Brock Lesnar. I want to see him take six <laughs> months off. I want to see him take six months off and bulk up. You know what's crazy? a little bit of meat. It's, it's not that outlandish to see that fight. Oh, no, That's it's not. That's very possible. Oh, no, it's not. It's totally possible. The, 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 the hiccup in that is the UFC's like, how, do we just let him get all the belts and all the control? Like, where do we stop it before, well, before he's running this bitch? You have to give up one of his belts to, to take on another one. <laughs> He needs to give up forty five. Forty five. He has forty five. Yeah. He's never going to fight there again. He might. Ew, that that cut down's tough. What matchup? But the cut's different now because you're allowed to begin your rehydration much earlier. You can weigh in at eight o'clock in the morning, eight to ten in the morning. So by the time the ceremonial weigh in rolls around, it was in New York City at six p.m. He was full. I mean, he looked great. He but didn't look dehydrated at all. At 55. But even at 55, he used to look dehydrated, right? Not too bad. 45, he looked, 45, near, he looked like near the door yeah. of death. And also... That's right. We've never really seen him at 55 in the UFC. We have seen him in cage rage great. or yeah. some other organizations. So I don't know, it's 45, rage, it just I don't see how he even makes it. Even his camp's like, dude, it's way too tough on him. <sighs> just let that belt go, though, now. You did your thing. Let it go because you're keeping that division hostage. You got Pettis, Max Holloway it's coming funny. up. It's funny. I think it's hilarious, too. It's funny because it's not my life, though. But if I was Aldo, I'd be fucking freaking out. Aldo, who's the champ forever, wants that rematch so bad. It ain't happening. Is he really retiring? No, he retired and then thought he was going to go do something else. And he was like, and that he thought the UFC was like, oh, okay, do your thing. And then he realized how tough those contracts is and came back. was like, well, looks like I have to fight. Let's do it. You know, like. Well, who's he going to fight? I don't know. The winner of Pettis and Holloway? That Holloway's been knocking on the fucking door for a long time, man. Nine straight. How he doesn't... That's ridiculous. He just needs a bigger name. He just, he just he needs to get more famous. That's the day and age we're in. He just yeah. has to get famous or get on the mic, talk some shit. I'm really interested to see him versus Pettis, because Pettis, I think, gets real diminished by that cut. I agree. That's a hard cut for him to get on 45. And I, and I'm, I love Pettis, man. I'm a Me huge too. Pettis fan. But I, he hasn't looked the same as of late. Max Holloway's a slick motherfucker, too. You realize it now. After you watch Frankie Edgar and Jeremy Stevens fight, you realize how slick Holloway is. Yeah, Holloway man. was never in trouble in that fight. Never. And then also think about it, his last loss was Conor McGregor. Granted, mm-hmm. Conor had decision. a jacked up knee, but it went to decision. The only decision Conor's had in the UFC. And think how much better Max Holloway mm-hmm. is now. Yep. If he wins this one, dear God, if someone's listening, yeah. give that kid a title shot. Yeah. What's he have to do? I know. What do you do with Tony and Khabib, though? You're talking about two crazy win streaks, too. Like, how do you even just make them fight? Yes. That's what I think. You make them fight. Make make them them fight. fight. But let's say you had to pick one of them. If Connor's like, all right, I'll fight at 55 in three months. Who the fuck wants some? Well, right now, before that fight, Tony Ferguson was the number one contender. Rightly so. Just beat Rafael Dos Anjos, beat a shitload of guys. Because he's so active, you're saying? He beat Edson Barboza. He was the number one contender, according to whatever the rankings are, which I don't think are accurate all the time. Those are toss-ups. Some of them kind of suck. Yeah. But the second position right now, if he's still number one, is clearly Habib. Habib was number one, but Habib's been way more inactive than Tony. But the way Habib mauled Michael Johnson, I think he makes his case. That they, was a both have, they both have a case. They both but have a case. One, one's undefeated. One's mm-hmm. on a knife fight win streak. Mm-hmm. And then Tony, 
you know, I thought he dismantled RDA. I thought he looked great. Amazing. Khabib absolutely ragdolled Dos Johnson. Anjos, too. Yeah. And then fucking make uh destroy johnson it was horrible watching him beat up johnson uh, you know because he he's so good at tying up that one arm oh. he ties up the one arm and then fucking smashes you with she the other had one. him in mountain his yeah. arm was pinned I'm like he's, God, got, stop one, the he's fight. got one arm to try to protect him and he's getting just thumped in the head it's, then you got to hold that chicken wing. I thought he was going to snap that bitch off. Yeah, it's not good. I thought he was too. But I they was like, please they tap. They please tap. Yeah, please tap. Dude. It was like yeah. Braveheart. Just come on, man. It was Say so it. deep. It was so deep too. Ugh. I was thinking Nog when Nog and uh, Frank Mir fought. Oh. That's what I was thinking. I was like, this is going to snap. But like, like same with Henzo where they refuse to tap. I get that. You're Brazilian jiu-jitsu till the day you die. Michael Johnson, just go ahead and tap those, sir. Yeah, yeah that's just, not you. Yeah, I'm glad he tapped. Me too. I was literally squeezing my hands together when I was doing the commentary. I'm like, come on, tap. Come on, tap. Just sweating now thinking He's about just, it. When he got him down and then immediately slid right into mounted guillotine, I was like, Jesus God Christ. Damn, man. His grappling's ridiculous. So good. His grappling's so good, it's confusing. I don't. I, yeah, so. It, it, those two fighting's the fight. Mm -hmm. That's the yeah. fight. Connor and and Habib are the fight. That's the. That's fight. That's not happening, brother. I think Habib needs to, to get the title, uh, to get a title shot at least. That's what I think. I think you should. I think he deserves it. He's the only undefeated challenger. He's a monster. He's mauled everybody in front of him. He hasn't had a single goddamn close fight. He's had one moment, one moment where he gets dinged. But you're you're talking. You're speaking logically. Yes. And you, you're thinking guys that deserve it. Well, we're in, you know, we're in entertainment, sir. Just the same way Connor leapfrogged everyone and got the title shot. Listen to what I'm saying to you right now. Really? <laughs> the UFC is about to go to Russia. Do you know that? Yeah, they want to get in there. They don't know they're going to do it. Yeah, yeah, for UFC sure. UFC in Russia, Connor McGregor versus Habib Nurmagomedov. That's what I think is coming. Giant. <laughs> Giant. There's a lot of Russians. Giant. Because Khabib got on the mic, right, and was like... Yeah. You know how much bigger fucking Russia is than Ireland? Ireland? Yeah. Like you, but he's not the same star. Well, here's the deal, he? though. Russia's bigger than Ireland, but the United States is bigger than Ireland, too. And when fucking Connor is fighting in New York City, which is an hour and a half from Eddie Alvarez's house, they're booing Eddie Alvarez as he's walking to the cage. No, yeah, it doesn't matter. Russia, China, Korea, Ireland. Connor's the biggest star by far. I don't but, know about that. When you go to Russia, I, I wonder if he gets booed in Russia. Don't you think if Khabib was that big of a star in Russia, maybe maybe it's maybe sanctioning stuff, there. and they are going there. If you check my Instagram page, every time a fucking photo gets up, it's I know. Hashtag, Habib time, I agree. Habib time, I agree. Habib king, no, Habib he, champ. He deserves it, but there's a reason why he hasn't been the headliner of a pay-per-view. Maybe. In the States here. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. But he is a fucking monster, and he is a hero to the Russian MMA fans. I Correct. Mean, th this guy from Dagestan has been mauling everybody they put in front of him, and people think, and rightly so, that he's unjustly keeping being kept rather from a, a title shot. We can't say he's been kept from a title shot when he's been injured for a long that's time. That's true, too. Who's keeping him from getting injured? The blame on uh, AKA. That's not Connor's deal. That's true. But they did promise him this fight. This was something that they said, no, Habib gets the next shot at the title. This is something that was publicly stated, which made sense at the time because Habib is 23-0. and 0. He's going to fight in Madison Square Garden for the title. This uh, is what they were saying. They're talking about the Conor Habib effect, versus so. Eddie Alvarez. Nah, right. I can't have that. That doesn't sell tickets. Yeah, exactly. Then well, Conor then, went, no, nah, I want to fight that one. Oh, Habib, we'll keep you on yeah. the card. Why don't you, why don't you fight on the undercard, though? Imagine how Habib feels when he hears that shit. Man, he gets that phone call. He thinks, this is it, finally. I get the title. I bet he went in his backyard and beat the shit out of that Kodiak bear. 
Because he got a bear in his yard. You ever seen that video? <laughs> he was a kid. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, he's a kid he's wrestling. So much a bear. tougher than anyone I know. But he's, he's so goddamn tough. He's ridiculous. His grappling's ridiculous. I'm really interested in seeing whether or not he can get past that left hand. And I, I, if you are correct, and that's the fight in Russia, the amount of money they're going to have to pay Connor to fight him in Russia when Connor's still the draw, <sighs> you're talking about a different ball game. Show Ooh. me the money. It's going to be interesting, though. Like, what other Russian badasses are there that fight in the UFC? Did you see that um, uh, Koroshkov just got knocked the fuck out in Bellator? Yes, dude, which was crazy dude, by Lima. Dude, yeah. Lima's a bad motherfucker. Yeah. Korshkov's a monster. Yeah. Speaking of Russians or in, in that area, and uh, not to flip the script here, but this weekend is Andre Ward versus um, freaking oh, that's Kovalev. Right. Kovalev. Yeah, that's Best this weekend. boxing matchup in a long that's time. A no one's fight. talking about it either. That's me nuts. I know. I've been watching all the countdowns and shit. I can't get enough of it. I know. I watched that last countdown thing they did too. It was on after the um, Victor Ortiz fight. Yeah, Ortiz looked like shit. Well, the dude who fought was like on Lewis super Ortiz. survival mode. He was terrified. Yeah, he didn't throw any punches. Nothing. And they said through the whole fight, he threw a hundred and something punches. He was so scared. And then yeah. Ortiz would touch him, he'd pretend to fall down, because he's like waiting for but the But he knockout. also was grabbing his head, saying he got hit in the back of the head a couple of times. It was, it was a terrible fight. Wasn't good. But that, you're right, right after that was Andre Ward versus yeah. uh, Kovalev. Mm. Like the countdown, kind of their background in Andre Ward. To me, he's just a bigger version of Floyd Mayweather. Like his defense is insane, mm. but he has not got power. He hasn't lost since he's 13. I, I give him the advantage. Some people think uh, Kovalev's going to win. I don't know what the betting odds are. I was stunned by the way Kovalev handled Hopkins. And I know Bernard's old. He's 100 years old. So he's 1,000. He looks like a turtle. He looks old. He he's looks fighting old. again. December I, 10th or 12th I think or in something LA. like that. I'm yeah, not going to that. I'm not going to that, sir. Please stop fighting. I'm not going to go either. I'm going to be in, that's the Toronto UFC that weekend. It's also the weekend of glory. That's Bader Hari versus Rico Verhoeven. Was that the best weekend ever besides that Hopkins fight? That's a good fucking card, Dude, that too. Toronto card is stacked It is now. Because you got now. Kennedy, yeah. Rashad, Cowboy, Matt Brown. Yeah, Cowboy versus Matt Brown is better than Cowboy versus Gastelum. 100. That fight did nothing for me. Well, Gastelum's done now, man. He's in a bad, bad, bad place well, Dana says he's fight 85 now he's missed what he's said that before and made him fight 85 maybe he beat Nate Marquardt at 85 correct sir wasn't that 85 that he fought Marquardt no I fought Marquardt at 70 was it yeah it was one of those fights that he beat somebody because he got sent up to 85 and then he proved that he could make the weight and he's blaming George Lockhart now yeah, you, the only person you can blame is yourself. Like yeah. you know, man. Especially it being an experience is you know, and that's it's so frustrating. That shows you what kind of card the UFC two hundred five was. I didn't even blink. To, I didn't bat an eye to that. All right, what's next? Look at this yeah. fucking card. I know. Tim K was shot. That sucks. Oh my god, look at this card. Yeah. Well, now Toronto's just stacked. Gastelum is a really elite fighter. He's a very tough guy. He beat a, a lot I'm of a, tough guys. I'm a big fan of that kid. I think he's awesome, but. He needs to lose some fucking body fat, period. You're not a heavyweight. You're not Cain Velasquez. You can't walk around with that much body fat. Well, he posts on Instagram like a week before, two weeks before a fight, like, real Mexican dinner. It's like these fucking burritos, enchilada stuff. All can't, right, man, we can't have that. We cannot have that, sir. You can't do that. I mean, he's an elite professional athlete who absolutely could still, to this day, win the world title. He has but the skill, for sure. He has the skill. And he's fought the guys. In, he beat Woodley, Yeah. Did, did he Kelvin beat Woodley? Or did beat Woodley? It, Woodley it went to him. decision. Woodley right? beat him in, in decision, decision where he didn't fucking make weight. There you go. That decision. was a decision where he didn't fucking make weight. And Woodley, being the great guy that he is, didn't take the percentage. The thirty percent. Yeah, twenty. I think it is when your opponent doesn't make 30. weight. It's thirty percent. Is it thirty? Thirty. Okay, I thought it was twenty. 
Um, Woodley being a great guy, he has said, I don't want that money. And he beat him by decision. Cause so Woodley got the win bonus too. But Calvin, I don't know who Calvin has fought at 85 in the last few years, but he's, he's been forced at one point in time to go up to 85. Just, just needs to fucking lose body fat. Just lose it and keep it off. Dude, and any time a fighter doesn't make weight, Mike Dolce jumps out like Chris Hansen from To Catch a Predator. <laughs> Excuse me, want to take a seat? You want to sit down? And he, he cannot wait to tweet out, Ah, man, it's frustrating when guys miss weight. Yeah, he Like, does. he is he just super thirsty, isn't he? He's super Like, Chris thirsty. Hansen on Catch a Predator just fucking can't wait to tweet about it. Well, Dolce's got a whole staff. He's got a staff of people. You he's know? expensive, though. Yeah, he's got a... Well, he is expensive. Yeah, for a reason. He's for got a fucking... Reason. He's got an office building. Yeah, he's people an office, working for books. him. Well, he's an employee of the UFC, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think he has like nine employees or something crazy. Just looking up YouTube and how shit. to fucking lose weight and shit. Yeah, but he, that you motherfucker know, comes out of the curtains though. A you lot of people weight? disagree with him though. A lot of people disagree with uh, some of his methods. Uh, and if yeah, Lockhart, the name's BJ Penn. <laughs> yeah, well, he was he was just upset that. Well, he was upset for a bunch of reasons. Yeah, he made he the weight though. But he was upset that Dolce charged him so much, and you know, said he really didn't do much. I don't know the whole story. I don't know either, the whole story either. I, I'm, I'm not taking sides there, but yeah. I will tell you this: BJ Penn's a goddamn legend, so I'm siding with him usually. Yeah, and he's from Hawaii. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck happened. Me neither. You'd have to be there. But Me the too. point is, like, if you have someone who is monitoring every aspect of your weight cut, like your hydration levels, what the, what what kind of fluids you're drinking, what kind of foods you're eating, and it doesn't work out. If you did what that guy said and the weight didn't come off, somebody fucked up. Who fucked up? I don't know. It'd be the guy you hired. But let me yeah. ask you this, Joe. If so if if let's let's say it's not UFC two oh five. He missed weight by ten pounds though. Which is ridiculous. But let's say it's not UFC two oh five where it's a card not as stacked. Let's say it's a main event in Toronto uh, with DC and uh Rumble, which before that card was pure shit besides that fight. Now it's an amazing card. You got Max Holloway, Anthony Pettis, blah blah blah. Would it be crazy for the new UFC suits to hire nutritionists and they, for those, maybe just the main card, they designate you a guy to help you lose weight? Because it's, it's your product. It's not a bad idea. However, I think- Like maybe Mike Dolce it works with everyone and he has yeah. a team. Maybe it's not Mike Dolce, but he's writing the plan this year diet and this person is assigned to you and they're following up with you. Because who does it hurt when they don't make weight? It hurts the fighter and then it hurts the UFC too. Certain I, cards. I think an even better strategy is seek to eliminate weight cuts. Seek to cut it out of the sport. It's unnecessary. It's dangerous. It puts guys at risk health-wise when they don't have to be at risk health-wise. I think the only thing that's holding it back are championship belts and more options of weight classes. I think if they could figure out what weight guys are where they compete at optimally, and then the same way you do USADA or USADA testing, mm -hmm. you do hydration testing but how but how many weight classes you'd have you a, give these guys a jagillion weight classes yep yep you have you have more weight classes but then you have boxing but, no, no, no that's what's the problem with it's boxing not, it's not a problem with boxing though look at andre ward though, and kovalev they're gonna fight you well you have less organizations it's not like you have five different world title organizations and plus weight classes you would just have plus weight classes i think you would have more champions you'd have more opportunity for championship titles i like that because you have more stars you also have more opportunity for you know title bouts between guys where the one guy decides to go up one guy decides to go down but instead of them doing it by dehydrating themselves 24 hours out 
you make a contract to to fight at a certain weight because that's what weight you are in a healthy way, which is ma- which maximizes their skills and performance. Yes, and it doesn't put them at the dangers that you have from being dehydrated twenty four hours out. I think if anybody could do stop, this, the UFC. Well, look, where do you like? How many weight classes do you have? Where that's a good question. You know what I'm saying? But that's can that, you have twenty belts? Well, I think boxing has that many, and it's a real problem. Name name <laughs> ten stars in boxing, me. but it, I don't care. Name ten stars in the UFC. I could, you want me to? Yeah. Okay. Ten champions. Well, ten. Cha- I can, I can the champion and former champions. I can name. I can name champions and former champions easily. Don't you think you could name ten champion boxers though? Manny Pacquiao, Be tough. Tim Bradley. If you want to start going on, yeah, yeah, yeah. Terrence Crawford. But the UFC has more stars than that. You know, you know, Vasily Lomachenko, Lomachenko has seven thousand followers. Floyd Mayweather, you know, you can keep going. You can name a bunch of champions in boxing. But a lot right? of those guys are on the same weight. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. That's true. But you know, you go up in heavyweight. You got fucking Klitschko, Wilder. I got Channing Tatum next week. <gasps> you did it. Let's son. go, champ. What's up, champ? Let's go, champ. That's amazing. Next, he's he's fighting for here. a world title. He's supposed to be here today, but uh, he had to move it to. Uh, yeah, he's fighting for a world title. Brilliant. Inter- interesting. That's gonna be fun. Yeah. There's a lot of heavyweight talent now. Anthony Joshua, he's a bad motherfucker. Fuck yeah, that guy in uh, freaking New Zealand that everyone talks about. What is uh, Tyson Fury doing? Uh, he's retired and clinically, like, the, the, he, he's suicidal and needs some help. Mentally, he's just not there. Whoa. So he's out. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, He's crazy, man. That dude's crazy. I think, yeah. You need characters like that. But I, the, I, I like the idea, Joe, but the, the problem is it's tough enough for the average fan to keep up now with the stars. I think that's the least of our concerns. The most important thing is to put on great fights. That's exactly. The most so thing. higher, because how, how much no, money? The dehydration, Four billion. The dehydration is dangerous and unnecessary. No I one's died. They, they have in Brazil. I think if is they the figure it out, it can, it can come close to the UFC. But has do, you know that Dosan, do you know that Dos Anjos passed out for three fucking minutes before his fight with Eddie Alvarez, where he was unconscious and unresponsive? But did you three, die? He was on the door, bro. But did you die? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's died. But That's I think saying. people have been diminished considerably. And I think <laughs> yeah, their, no performance, shit. their performance suffers. So it makes a, it makes a shittier product. If I the, agree. If you want to look at it from a business. Plus, if the UFC has got, look, you could say, hey, steroids are part of the game. Are they? Well, not anymore. Now they're fucking knocking on your door at 6 o'clock in the morning and making you pee in a cup. If they decided to do that at 6 o'clock in the morning, they'd try to test people's hydration levels at 6 o'clock in the morning every day. And when it would find out what your weight is, okay, this is what your body fat is, this is what your weight is, this is the lowest you can get. You yeah. can get, you know, they'll test you out when you're fully hydrated and when your your body fat is, you know, wherever the fuck you are right now, they'll say, hey, okay, right now you're 178 pounds. Listen, the lowest you can fight is 172. That's it. Bro, uh, you're going to have 1,000 weight classes and certain guys that. won't fight each other. I don't know about that. I think guys, some guys could gain a little weight. That's no big deal. Some I, guys I, li- could, I, I don't mind the idea. I, I think you're right. You're going to get great performances. Be, way better performances. I think the weight class thing I think the thing easier thing to out. do is, I agree, they, they, they also need to do something. But yes. I think right now the easiest thing to do for them is to use whoever they want. doesn't have to be right. Mike Dolce, but a number of them and assign those to the main card guys to make sure they're coming on weight. Yeah, but what about the guys in the undercard? Fuck them? That sounds crazy too. Those does all, it? Because that's all... what they did with Reebok. Does it sound like crazy to say fuck them? Yes, it does. But that's the nature of the beast. But that, I think that's crazy too. I but think that, the but that's what they're just doing. Crazy. I'm just following the orders. I understand that. But I'm saying if, if I had the master key, the first thing I would do is say, come up with a strategy to stop weight cutting. We're going to come up with a new plan. And whether that new plan means 
abandoning world titles and making How people. Dare you. Yes, yes. How you dare you dare introduce you someone as a world champion. You know, whoever the fuck they are, they get to you know bring their world title to the fight. But whenever their next title defense is or whatever the fuck it is, all this name stuff, welter, light, feather. First of all, it's goofy because it's not the right weight anyway. Welterweight is not 170. It's 147. That's what Sugar Ray Leonard and Thomas Hearns fought at. They called it fucking welterweight. Correct. To start the UFC and just to say, well, it's welterweight. And then Pride fucked it up even more because they had it. It was different. Like their middleweight was 203. Correct. Like what And the then light fuck heavyweight is isn't 205. It's not 205. No. It's 175. Correct. Everybody knows that. And heavyweight's 201 plus. Yeah, yeah, we grew up with boxing and mm -hmm. the, the weight classes were clearly defined. Why the fuck does the UFC have a 265 pound weight limit? Too. Why are you making Brock Lesnar cut weight or whoever the fuck a big giant dude is like Shane? Why would you make Shane cut weight? If he wants to weigh 300 pounds, let that fucking big vanilla gorilla weigh 300 pounds. <laughs> Who cares? I want to see it, dude. He has a matchup in Rising. I, I just know. saw it. Someone said, and I haven't some seen some dude I've never heard of. I've never heard of him. I guess he's just some fucking Middle Eastern monster. Oh no, he's yeah, Olympic level wrestler oh, and just no. knocks dudes out. Oh my god. Yeah, I don't. I I need to research on the guy, but someone tagged me, and I'm like, oh my god! I thought they were going to give him Fedor, though. That's a big name matchup it's a, for Fedor. But it's a it's a tournament. Uh, it's like Pride style, where you just get, uh, like the winner doesn't fight Fedor. It's supposed to be like a wow. open weight tournament. It's now, dope. What kind of work has Shane had done on his back? Uh, he had surgery. I know he had disc replacement, and then he uh, had some stuff on his neck. He had a disc replacement. Pretty sure. Like they put a, one of those artificial jammies in there? Uh, I, I, I don't want to speak for him, but he had surgery on his neck. He didn't yeah, get it fused, back. did it? Did he get anything fused? I'm not sure. I don't want to speak for Shane. I know he had surgery though, right. on his back. Yeah, yeah. I like Ryzen because they let him take all the vitamins he wants. It, it, it's just, I mean, it's just <laughs> Monster Squad. That's, they should rename it Monsters, Inc. Well, I would like Overeem to go over there, too. Oh, me too. Just get back to the old Just way. do the old thing, man. <laughs> you Just know do the old thing. You know that thing. Like the old time you <sighs> need Fragita in the face yeah. and ended his life. Do yeah. that. Yeah, when he fought Todd Duffy and he looked like some sort of a cartoon character. God, dog. How fun was that to Yo watch, Yo Romero though? looked small compared to him. Yo Romero looked Yo, at him and like, Yo I Romero start looks lifting. like malnourished next to him. <laughs> Yo Romero looks like he has AIDS next to Uber Rain. <laughs> he's, he's like, I gotta go lift. I gotta yeah, get he's out like, of God here. damn, I need to fucking hit the gym. Uber Ream? We've never seen anything like it. No. For whatever reason, when you and I get together, we just fucking have a love fest over this Uber Ream well, wait, that doesn't exist Lester, anymore. It's like dude? the Loch Ness Monster. You and I are obsessed with this. Well, there's video, though. That's the problem. There's proof. It's not just like we see him and we go, oh, that's the guy Stipe just knocked out? <laughs> no, I'm telling you, Stipe's a bad motherfucker, no doubt about it, but he's not the same guy. That's not the Brock Lesnar guy. The oh, guy who fought Brock? No, no, no. That guy doesn't exist anymore. That guy was terrible. If he did, he would never lose. <laughs> he would never ever lose. I was so scared because I was fighting that time. I was like, "Well, what the fuck would happen? What if they call me up right now? I'm gonna have to act sick." Yeah. Well, yeah. It's interesting, man. That's that's you know the people that say that steroids don't win fights or <gasps> performance enhancing drugs don't win fights. They're crazy. <sighs> Those people are crazy. C -c -c crazy. You're out of your mind. You're crazy. It helps a lot. You don't think I I could have went Uber Brown, Uber Big Brown? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Grande it Brown? It helps a lot. Venti but, Brown would do some work. It also helps with your chin. Yes. And hopefully I could have taken that HGH and my head would have grown. <laughs> so all of a sudden I have this Ubering body and this Mark Hunt head that'd be fucking <laughs> sick. 
You know what I hope? Honestly, I really do hope that Ryzen takes off and becomes like Pride was back in the day. And you have these nutty, insane, fucking full-bore freak show fights. And we get to see guys just jack to the I tits. I could use on. that in my life. That <sighs> would be awesome. We would do fight campaigns for every Fuck one of them. Fuck yeah! It'd be so sick. Fuck yeah. It'd be so violent. Oh, it'd be amazing. And if the UFC was smart, they'd get in bed with them. I'd be like, listen, let's bring Just be under the table investors. Let's bring this over to the fucking fight pass. Come on, baby. I agree. Come on, baby. Hey, listen, Ubering must start some shit. How about you guys just sign us and then we'll put on fight pass? And encourage the steroids. Say, listen, I know those motherfuckers can't fight like that over here. <laughs> we're all clean and Super everything. Strict. So listen, just, just fucking give us a little taste. It'd be a good business we'll help plan. help you out. Yes. Smart. Yeah, you can watch the freak show. You get it the all. Japanese freak show. You get it all. And who knows, man? Japan is weird. You know, Japan was a huge culture for MMA at one point in time. Like, at one point in time, the UFC was giant over there. And then it faded and dropped off bad. Or, excuse me, uh, Pride was giant. And then it faded and dropped off bad. And Dream was kind of like the end of it. And then now there's not really a presence there anymore until Ryzen comes along. So if Ryzen can figure out how to bring back the same sort of excitement in the Japanese culture and the Japanese people that they had when they had the Pride days, the glory days of selling out Saitama Super Arena and those gigantic places. Then it gives, it'd be good business for you to see because then they just come in the back door and like, oh, you like that product? What's yeah, up, fellas? Yeah, we do it bigger and better on. than everyone. You know what I'm Put saying? a little piece of that. I wonder how the UFC did because didn't they, do, Aldo fought, uh, someone out there, not Aldo, uh, Anthony Pettis was the main event out there, remember? Yeah, I was there. I was there for one. Was it a good show? Well, there has been more than one Japan UFC. I've been there for one of them. But that was the bit, the, la the latest one, remember? Rampage fought when I was there. I remember that. Um, but I don't remember too much about that event. Remember Pettis, uh, I, think, I feel like Pettis was the main event and Liver kicked the shit out of someone or head kicked someone. Hmm. It might have it been. Um, Joe Lozon? Yes. Maybe. That was the Why Japan I felt card. Like the Joe and I felt like Roy was on there too. Might have been. I don't remember. But I wonder what the numbers were like. They couldn't have been too great because UFC was like, ah, oh, we're good. Yeah. Because they haven't been back in a while. I don't know. I mean, look, the UFC does so many shows. They're doing two next Saturday. They're doing one from Brazil, and they're doing one from Belfast. Really? Yeah, they're doing the Northern Ireland card is Gegard Mousasi versus Uriah Hall, the rematch. It's fun. Yeah. And then the Brazil card is Ryan Bader versus Little Nog. And, and Claudia Gadeja. Claudia Gadelia is on that card, too. Yeah, and there's one more big fight on that. Yeah, this, here's someone that no one's talking about in the strawweight division. is Jessica Andrade. Yeah. She moved down. She's a gorilla. Gorilla. She, her and Liz Carmouche had a bodybuilding contest. It's a toss-up. stand in front of each other and flex it out. I'd watch that. <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll tell you who I wouldn't mind seeing sign with the UFC, and I, I don't think she needs to work on her stand-up. Obviously, it's super amateur right now, but that uh, Mackenzie. Oh, yeah. And she, oh, yeah. she it, I watched her. I think it was on uh, HDNet. Mm -hmm. She fucking yeah. nodded this girl up. And oh, I yeah. think it was a Gogo Plata. And then, then she got, she started a Gogo Plata and then got her neck. Mm -hmm. And it, I mean, her grappling, I, I think she could come to the UFC right now at Strawweight and just top five. She's work. insane. Her jujitsu is insane. It's so insane. Her, her striking is super amateur, but the Strawweight division's at a point where I think she could still do work right now. And she's hot as fuck. She is a smoke show. She's a smoke show, and she speaks English and Portuguese fluently. Dime PC. And nasty on the ground. Nasty. Super nasty. Super high-level black belt. Looks and the, uh, the daughter of Megaton Diaz. Yes. Who's a very, very well-respected, famous Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt and a pioneer. He's one of the old-school yeah, guys. That's her papa. Yeah, it's amazing. 
Yeah, she. Yeah, they, I think she's probably eventually going to wind up in the UFC. Uh she's yeah. Does she's she make one fifteen? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Good luck taking down the Polish killer. Did you see the, what she put on her fucking water bottle, bro? Yeah, didn't I you blast it up it on out? my Instagram? Somebody Some killer shit. One of the guys from the underground posted it up, and then I actually wound up getting it from um, Joe Silva. Joe Silva showed it to me in between fights. It's um, let me see the dude's name. It's basically like Sin Cognito is the dude's name on mixedmartialarts.com, and it says, "In two days, I will fuck a bitch up and continue my violent run as champion." <laughs> I mean, she writes that on her water bottle. I'm just a straight, <laughs> cold-blooded killer. I love her, man. Dude, how much that fight? I was surprised. First time we've really seen her in a lot of trouble like that. She that got elbow. cracked. She got cracked, cracked. I think it was a punch. It was a straight punch. She got hit. With I, that. I thought it was she a punch with... to the elbow. Like she, mm. she punched and came through with that right elbow. And then she was wobbly, man. Maybe we've never really seen her in that much danger. Well, and the thing was, that Shevchenko was uh, getting lit up for most of the fight. How she was having a hard time. Super tough. That po those Polish girls, Super man. Super tough. And after the fight, looked great. I mean, she ate a lot of punches. She ate a lot of kicks. Yeah, a lot of leg kicks. Especially. I thought Joanna looked worse as far as face. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she had that big mouse on her uh, upper yeah. eye there. She got cracked with. Uh, I, I think there was a couple of hard elbows in the clinch too. It was a great fight. I mean, but it wasn't a great fight for a while. For for a while, it was like it looked like Valentina was just it, she just wasn't as fluid or effective. Yeah, but, she was just hanging in there. For but a she second. never stopped. She yes. never stopped coming forward. Mm -hmm. She never stopped coming forward, and she was never discouraged. I mean, she had some moments where she couldn't solve the puzzle, and Ioana was doing a really good job of ending the combinations with leg kicks inside and outside, inside and outside, nonstop. Yeah. Bam, bam. Yeah, yeah, and all those leg kicks were there. That was that was really making a big difference. Yeah, if if you follow Joanna though, that that it was a it was a tough fight, but Joanna definitely won that. She said like her first fight with Claudia Gadeja, that's a t that was the tougher fight for her. She had a tough uh, fight in the last one with Claudia Gadeja. Really she, tough. She won. Really she tough. She won, but yeah, she's been to some wars. You yeah, know, man. Valerie Letourneau. She fought that fight. She had a broken hand yeah. somewhere in the fight. She kept punching with it. She's just a murderer, man. She's a badass woman. It's a badass Is woman. Tony Hinchcliffe still obsessed with her? Loves her. God, they look like brother and sister, though, don't they? Yeah, it would be weird if they fucked. <laughs> <laughs> she, she might not weigh him. Yeah, that's a tough when one. When she's not him. cutting weight. That's a tough one. You know? Yeah, she, she definitely might. beat his ass. He admitted that. I was well, like, yeah, you know you should beat it. your ass, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know she put her hands on you, right? <laughs> yeah, he loves her, man. She's a killer. <laughs> Killer. That was a long-ass card, though. Mm -hmm. And what I was watching on the East Coast in Florida, dude, the cards get done late there. It was like 1 a.m. by the time uh, Connor was walking out, yeah? Yeah. Jamie was there. We couldn't get somewhere to eat. We we tried to get into the first restaurant. It was goddamn packed. At 2 o'clock, 2.30 in the morning, we wound up at Katz's Deli, because Katz's Deli is 24-7. It was hard to find food. It was mobbed. I can't Everywhere is mobbed. It's crazy how late it got done for the East Coast. Well, New York is just different. New York bars stay open, I think, till four. Florida's till five. Did you know that? F oh, Florida was crap. Florida was popping. Like, everything was greater, and I was exhausted. I was like, ah, you going, man. Two hours of sleep, then got on a plane. I was exhausted, man. Yeah, especially but, if you're in southern Florida. Southern yeah, Florida is ridiculous. That's where we were at. And then it's like that, and then with the time change in L.A., you know, you just all messed up. But, yeah. I, but th that's why sports, like... And, you know, obviously not in football, but, like, the Heisman vote and stuff like that. On these coasts, it's so late that, yeah. you know, like, I don't see a lot of it, you know? Or they, they don't see a lot of the Monday night football or college games because it's just so damn late. I feel like there's a better route to go.
uh, nope. <laughs> Obviously, they would do it if it was, right? Yeah. They, well, the East Coast doesn't mind staying up late, and the, the West Coast demands it be on their schedule. So it How winds up starting at 7 o'clock. More people that film things out here. Good point, sir. Yeah, and if they did it on the the West Coast, or the East Coast schedule, it would happen too early. You would lose money. Like, if you had the show at 5, people are not done working. Like, people have to work on Saturday, they're still at work. It's true. So it can't be at four, which is what it would be if it was their time, our time. It was seven p.m. And then all of a sudden, you also, th- you also have to think about the undercard. What if somebody wants to watch the undercard on FS1? You're not going to pay for the undercard. FS1 is going to be, hey, listen, bitch, you can't put the undercard on at ten in the morning. Yeah. Nobody wants to watch that and shit. They've done it, and well, you know when they're in Brazil or yeah. some shit like that. But they'll get mad. People get mad. That's true. You're not going to get the mass audience. It's also working. Yeah, and the East Coast stays up. They always stay up, dude. How crazy that Mass Square Garden. After the fight, the lights on the stadium, which they've never done before in the arena, were Irish colors for yeah. Conor McGregor. It's pretty intense. Do you and uh, Brian and I were arguing this? Do you think Conor McGregor is more well known than Floyd Mayweather currently? Yes. Because yeah. boxing's a bigger sport. Yeah. Because you, you look but at you look at Floyd Manny, like the pay per view numbers destroys anything Conor's ever been close to. That's true. Maybe not. Maybe no. I, right, I was arguing Connor is bigger he because of social be. media and stuff like that. But Floyd has more followers and, and on Instagram, Twitter. But you can't judge it off that. Here's the thing: the amount of excitement that Flo- that Floyd generates does not even fucking compare to the amount of excitement that Connor generates. That doesn't mean he's more popular. I understand, but it does kind of because the intensity of the popularity, the love. People might know who Floyd Mayweather is, but when it comes to how many people love Floyd Mayweather, it's not even close. It might be like some ridiculous like 10 to 1 or 20 to 1 because when Connor gets out there they go fucking crazy crazy how many people are there to see Floyd Mayweather lose how many people are bored after Floyd Mayweather fights like Floyd Mayweather fights so skillfully and surgically that and doesn't take any chances and hardly ever gets hit it's not fun. Connor mercs motherfuckers he wins the world title in the fastest ever title winning knockout ever what does he do after that he comes back and makes Eddie Alvarez look like Eddie Alvarez world champion the guy was he's defending he's a his hall belt famer. hall of famer and Connor makes him look like he has no business in there with him. No business. Has zero success at all except for a couple of body shots. This is why I think Connor's bigger and more transcendent because You just bailed on that word. I did. Sorry, man. Transcendent. Transcendent. <laughs> Be because I just bailed, right? Just fucking out. You like I do that? that sometimes. I was just like, yeah. No. I like I think I'm using it wrong. I'm like, I'm and we're gonna go. And operation eject. <laughs> um but how many Successful black athletes do we know? Of uh, Joe Gillen. How many white Irish superstars do we know? One. Yeah, one. One. Barry sir. McGuigan was a big star before he came to the United States and he came to the United States and eventually lost his belt. But Barry McGuigan at one point in time was a, a huge star, but nowhere near Dude, the star that Connor's Connor is worldwide. In, 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 this is, goes for all athletes. Connor's the green elephant in the room. Everyone uh-huh. else we've seen before, everyone else we've, we know what they can kind of do. Connor's this green elephant amongst all these gray elephants, and there's yep. nothing like him. Totally different thing. Totally different animal. It's crazy. He's an elephant with two fucking trunks. He's got 15 dicks. 15 and dicks, a, and two a trunks. Bag of gold with a leprechaun outfit Correct. on. Correct. Hi. <laughs> and now he has a little son on the way. And they gave him a fucking Rolls Royce with his face on it. How crazy is that? What's interesting is how well he manages it all. It's really interesting. You know, like the, the pressure in particular, he doesn't seem to have a problem with it at all. Isn't it weird? That's what makes it. him so special because that 
magnitude and the pressure and he has to deliver and he has to do those antics and then back it up yeah but he keeps pulling it off like you yeah. at the press conference i was like all right this is stupid man this is getting old to me but then when he pulls off i'm like that was brilliant and you know i mean the guy steps in he loses to diaz right takes the diaz fight on short notice oh by the way after a staph infection Here's something a lot of people don't even know. He had a pretty significant staph infection. It was on antibiotics until, like, I think two weeks before the fight. Mm -hmm. If you don't think that drains your gas tank, you never had a staph infection, and you never had to take antibiotics. Antibiotics are brutal on your on your respiratory system. Yeah, they're brutal on your whole body. It's just your body's no meant up. Yeah. yeah. Your body's made up of all this shit that you don't consider to be you, but it is you. The stomach flora is a real part of you. You know, your body's essentially like an ecosystem. And when you have a staph infection, staph infections are dangerous as fuck, and people die from them. You're, and then, so they hit you with some heavy-duty antibiotics. I've had staph twice, and it's not fun. And the first time I had it and I took the medication, I couldn't believe how I, I felt so weird. I felt lightheaded. I felt weak. I was like, whoa. You're I, drained, I'm, right? You I'm, have yeah. no energy. It's super strong stuff, too. And I was like, wow, imagine this guy fighting two weeks after it's this. It's insane. Because there's no way you peak correctly. No. So he comes from that, and then he fights Nate again, you know, a few months later, in a fucking crazy five-round war, and beats him by the narrowest of margins, right? Don't you agree? Yeah, that was the, very narrow. Very close fight, where some people thought that Nate won. I mean, it's a I didn't very think close. He did, but I didn't think he did either. Fight. I thought the the decision was correct, but I was like, "Wow, that's a close fight." So takes that fucking crazy chance, comes back and fights that guy. He Connor weighed one sixty nine. That's what he weighed when he weighed in. That's what he weighed during the fight. And they they want him to fight at fifty five. Yeah. He goes, no, "No, no, I can be at seventy. Let me do seventy. Nate weighed probably around one ninety something. Yeah, I mean, he did. I mean, everybody says that Nate is a one hundred fifty five pounder. He is one hundred percent, but he's a way bigger man. Than, way than, than Connor is. Yes. He just is. You know? So it's like, who's going to weigh more when they actually get in there? Nate's going to weigh more. So he does that and then goes from there and just starches Eddie Alvarez like a world beater and just so relaxed and loose in there. So amazing. Fucking Madonna was at the show. Madonna was at Madonna. the fucking show. Madonna was at the fights. How crazy is that? Madonna's Instagramming. Mama, we made it. Mama, we made it's it. It's red panty night. It's red panty night, and Madonna, you're up. I think she's single. Where the fuck is my second belt? I've, I envisioned this. Where the fuck is my belt? Nuts, man. Yeah. It's he's, fucking he's nuts. He's a character, man. He's such a character. And, and you know. I thought he was going to make a big announcement. I thought his announcement was he's going to retire. But his announcement was like, uh, if I'm going to continue doing this, you guys need to, I need a share of the company. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably what the announcement was going to be all along, you know, that he wants a piece of the pie. I mean, he's got an argument that he probably should get a percentage of the promotion because the, the what they're selling is Conor McGregor. They're selling the UFC plus Conor McGregor. The, the question is, how much of that card, what would it be, what would the paper, we, we don't know what the numbers are, so let's pretend the number is $2 million. Which would be like the greatest card of all time, right? Probably wouldn't hit that. I don't know. What I think I, I bet it's around one seven. Let's just say two million because it's easy to correct, sir. So let's say that. What percentage bought it because of Connor? It might be a million. One million plus for sure. It might be one million. Literally, plus for it might sure. be one million plus so for sure. One million people might have bought the pay per view specifically because of one human being. That is not outrageous to say. And but this is the other thing in Connor's favor. Name another star who can do that. 
Rhonda can't quite do that. She can't quite do it. She and she's talking about uh, this might be my last fight. Blah blah blah. So I don't if, think she said that. I think she said she's a close few to the less, end of her right? career. Which yeah. when you hear that, <clears throat> yeah, right. Like you always talk about having one foot out. Blah exactly. blah. Exactly. So let's say she has two fights left. Maybe three. Who knows? But she's not the same draw as Connor. It's just not. It's just you look at the numbers. She's not the same draw. But if she comes back, beats an Amanda Nunez, arm bars her, and then fights right? Cyborg, and then fights Holly, beats beats Holly, gets a rematch, arm she's bars still not her. as big as Connor. You don't know that because as that happens, Do you like to bet, Mister like, Joe. But, but here's the thing: as these people win, their star gets more and more giant. As Ronda, if Ronda came back and started winning again, her star would get more and more giant. It would get bigger. It would fuel more. The more bodies she claims, the more fuel her fire will have. That is what happens all the time. I mean, it's pure speculation. But it if really she is. can win the way Connor's been winning, if she can win in spectacular fashion, or the way she was winning when she fucked up Alexis Davis and Sarah McMahon. Merkin girls. Merkin girls. And then she cuts to 115. Ooh. She could never make. But you know you what I'm saying? You don't think she could? Fuck no. Why not? She, she's way too big. But is she. Okay. Yeah, that'd be a. I mean, a yeah, because damn she looks really, really rough yeah, at the weigh in yeah, sometimes yeah, at 35. That, that ain't. That's, that's just not even yeah. fathomable. But um, if. For Connor, and this, and again, I'm not rooting for favorites. I'm just saying, from business standpoint, for Connor, he's such a big draw. Right. What's going to help him is negotiating power if Ronda were to lose this next fight, because then he's like, I'm the only motherfucker in town. Yeah. You guys were claiming me and Ronda. That's cool. She just lost. I need my fucking money. Well, and by the way, Ronda has a tough fight in front of her. Amanda Nunes is goddamn scary. She's a scary girl. And I she think was she's the a- one that I was saying before Ronda lost to Holly. I was saying she should have got the title fight. And I said, I said that I think she's the most dangerous one. Yeah, and I was talking shit to you. The way she stops Sarah McMahon, she cracks Sarah scary. McMahon with that right hand. Yeah, she hits like a Mack she, truck. He, she hits like a dude. But she, well, Cyborg hits like a dude. Amanda hits like a strong girl. Big difference. Uh, they both Cyborg hit hits like, a, like Tyrone Woodley with braids. <laughs> Let's be real. She hits so hard and gets no love because she's so goddamn scary and can't make the weight. She also has a, a better arsenal. Like, she'll throw kicks and knees She's also a black belt and, on the ground. Yeah. I think Amanda is, Amanda too, is. yeah? Amanda is. But Amanda has lost on the ground before. Yeah. She got beat up by Katzengano on the ground. Correct. Yeah. Cyborg will rip your limbs off. Yeah. But she's getting no love. But um, She's too big. I know. It sucks for her. But they, they need a they, 155. They, well, 150. Well, and again, if like if they did that whole thing where I'm talking about they eliminated weight cuts, there'd be two girls. Cyborg would fight at like 180. <laughs> Cyborg fight at 180, and it'd be it'd be her and that big ass girl Gabby Garcia. Gabby Garcia that's fights it. at 280, but that's all G- we got. Gabby for you. would have to cut weight to make you and Gabby weight. fight every other weekend. How about that? <laughs> like Tim, Sylvia, and Andre Orlovsky. Let's do that every other Tim, weekend. Remember they were fighting like them and old Frank Mir were fighting like every other weekend because yeah, all old we had days, the old days. But. uh... I, I think for Ronda, the Amanda Nunes fight, stylistic, and again, we don't know, and we don't know where Ronda's uh, mental uh, state is at, but stylistically, it's a great matchup for Ronda. I think, think so? Yeah, I think if she comes ready, prepared, has a good camp, she murks her. But don't you think that you look at the way she fucked up Misha Tate, you're like, that girl presents a lot of danger with those punches, especially considering what happened with Holly and Ronda. Yeah, but yeah. I think she presents a lot of danger. She, 100%, Joe. I think you're right on that, but I think... Her marching forward is the perfect antidote to get murked by Ronda. Because mm. she's like, oh, come get some of this judo, and I'm going to armbar your ass. Right. If she marches forward. Which is really all she knows how to do. Mm. You know what I'm saying? 
could be interesting. It's a great fight either way. But well, it's you, also interesting it, to see what where Ronda's head is now that she's coming back. That's the X factor. Because if it's Ronda 100%, she beats her, I think, 9 out of 10 times. Strong words. It, I know. But if it's Ronda who's kind of, ah, I want to do movies, I want to do this, I, this isn't for me, you're going to get murked. Because that girl hits so hard. Well, what Ronda has and what Ioana has, you know, and not a whole lot of other women have it, is one thing that they do where they're really fucking good at it, and then they have all those other stuff. Correct. Whereas, like, Paige Van Zandt is kind of learning the whole sport. She's learn- learning she the goes. whole thing as yeah. she goes. Yeah. You know? But she, what she does, what Paige has is just toughness. And she's hot. That helps. Ridiculously hot. That helps, That too. definitely helps. But there's not other girls, you know, other than Valentina, Valentina Shevchenko. Yeah. She's another one who's badass, who's another super powerful striker. Yeah. I mean, the way she handled Holly Holm standing up. I know, man. Yeah, handled her. Just countered her at will. That that looping left hook, that yep. check hook that she yep. throws off Nasty. the right side. Yeah, she's another one. But there's not, they need more of those. You know, I agree. Need, like, that's where Mackenzie Dern fits in. Exactly. Mackenzie yeah. Dern come and do work. And she's gorgeous. Yeah. But I'm saying if, if Connor's like, listen, mm-hmm. I don't wish bad on anyone, but if Ronda were to lose, we throw in a party in Ireland. Nobody because has that. I'm the only show in town yeah. now. Give me my fucking piece of the pie. Well, nobody has that sort of personality that he has. No one, ever. I think even he eclipses Ali. I think he eclipses all of them. I think he's he's bigger than Chael Sonnen, for sure, as far as like his ability to uh, talk shit. He's Not bigger than all Ali, of them. But yeah, I, hear I think you. he is. I think he's better oh, than Ali. Sir. Ali but Ali stood for a different thing, he right? Did. Like he did. his message is more important. Yes. We fight for equal rights. Well, he's it, also fighting to stop the Vietnam War. Correct. Like there's bigger there's, times. He had several things going for him that were bigger. Correct. Like, Connor has white privilege. Yeah. His nice suits. Nice suits. Either, you know, the government's not trying to send him over to fight in a war. He's they, not even American. They're not stripping his belt for no. how long? Three years. Because he won't fight three, three fucking years. years. In his prime. In his prime. It's prime. That's like basically taking the belt from Conor right now. And going, right three now. years, we'll yeah. see you soon. And then he comes back in three years after not having trained at all. Ali didn't even work out for three years. Because when Ali wasn't fighting, he was like, why would I work out? Well, fucked up, sir. And he was never the same, was he? No. No. He, he, not only was he not the same, he didn't have the footwork anymore. He didn't have the endurance anymore. He didn't anymore. have the fire, really. He came back. You look at his body when he came back and fought. He fought Jerry Quarry. Smooth. His comeback fight. Yeah, smooth. smooth. And That's what's uh, scary. Not scary, but to me, interesting to see what happens with John Jones. Yeah. Because now they suspend for a year, right? And he's been out even longer. And then before that, so they're stripping his title. And then Dana, obviously, you know, he never sticks to what he says. Sometimes he does. But he goes, he'll never be a... Uh, main event again like we can't book him as the main event because we can't trust him anymore wow I know right so for John granted he's doing that, that flow grappling event against <laughs> get the fuck out of here that flow grappling he could have been fighting for the UFC heavyweight title oh no I'm just saying I mean, at least he's made... doing something active like at least he's not Muhammad Ali yeah I guess he's lost millions of dollars but at least he's <laughs> doing something in combat sports well he's only suspended for a year retroactively so, July yeah. it's up in July yeah, so he has to get. I but think still, July it's been 16. a while because yeah. remember before that he did that huge laugh before you see two hundred. I know. So when he comes back, it's gonna be interesting to see what we get out of him. I know. And then he came back and he fought Ovin St. Pru, and you know looked kind of tentative. And then you saw Jimmy Manoa run through Ovin St. Pru. All these guys are getting better. They're getting better. They're rising up, and you know Rumble, Rumble's fighting DC for the title again. That's going to be a real interesting fight. Super interesting. Because remember, Rumble did land that huge and shot on DC and he flattened him. him. Yeah, who knows? In this fight, he's got Neil Melanson in his corner now. He's had him for a few years now. He's worked with a lot on his grappling. He's, I guarantee you he's concentrated a lot more on his wrestling. There's a lot of videos of him running wrestling drills. Wrestling nonstop. Yeah, so he's preparing. He's preparing to get up. He's preparing <sighs> for takedown defense. It's a fun fight, man. It's a toss-up for me. Toss-up. <laughs> 
And then John Jones has all this laugh. He comes back and yeah. let's say Rumble for a reason wins. He's like, what's mm -hmm. up, man? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Well, why do you think he's going to get a straight shot at the title? I don't even think know if, if he would get a straight shot at the title upon coming back. You know, I mean, yeah, he that's might what get, everyone wants to see, though, isn't it? Maybe. That's what the fans demand. There might be something going on by then. By the time this time rolls around next year or July rolls around. So he's going to he's free in July, whether that means. See, I don't know how suspensions work, but what I'd. What had been explained to me is performance-enhancing drug suspensions don't even allow you to train with other fighters around the roster. Really? Yes. When your suspension is up, then you can train with them. I don't think you're even supposed to be sparring with them. What? Once they hand down a suspension. They don't have like, that regulation, do they? I don't know about that, man. Is I that think, right? I, look that up, Jamie. I don't think that's we're true. We're going to wrap this up soon. Yeah, I don't think that's true. I hope it's not because it's crazy. Because you can help your teammates, even if you're suspended, you can still train and help your teammates. And also sharpen your sword a little bit. Yeah, it's like telling a guy who's an accountant, you're suspended for a year, you can't even touch a calculator. <laughs> Where what? at night, he's touching calculators. Yeah, yeah touch he's going to touch them. Yeah, go and touch uh, that TI-83. Ooh, you know the touch, model Touch that TI-83 Texas instrument. <laughs> yeah, I'm a nerd. Uh, no, they used to make them, <clears throat> have them in school. I remember those. Now it's yeah, on your phone. Yeah. Now your phone's like yeah, a thousand times better. calculator. <laughs> that TI-83 was like a fucking elongated oh. Game Boy. Yeah, like the calculator business, man, they took a hit. <laughs> they're, they're no longer around. Yeah, who's buying calculators? They're like Blockbuster. There's yeah. none of them left, man. It's over. They Does took it say a anything, hit. Jamie? See anything? <clears throat> the first article I clicked on was the one from last year. So I, I don't think so. Time. But the other thing to your point where you don't think he'll, who says he'll get a title shot, the lightweight... Uh, the light heavyweight division is just L dinosaurs besides the top few mm -hmm. guys. They're so old. John's like, I'm not fucking fighting Shogun again. I don't know. How dare you fight again? But Jimmy Manon was a very dangerous fight for anybody right now. He's a dangerous fight for John, too. Yeah. Man, was you good. are reaching, sir. No, I'm not. You are reaching. The way Ma lit up uh, Oven St. Prue. Did you see what happened when he fought Gustafson? He, he got cracked. Yeah. Did you see what happened when he fought Rumble? With. He got cracked. He got dealt yeah, with. Yeah, but that's part when of the, he fought Upper Echelon, he game. got dealt with. Right. It's part of the game. Well, Oven St. Prue just went fucking the full distance with John Jones in a tough fight. With a sleepy John Jones. And had an, a broken arm. Yeah. Got his arm broken that fight, John too. broke that arm by throwing kicks, right? Yeah, but my point is, he went the distance, and St. Prue took him out pretty quick. I think he's dangerous. I think, not St. Prue, rather. Uh, Jimmy Manoa took him out pretty quick. I think Manoa was super dangerous. Very fluid. Dangerous. Very it'd be fluid a, it'd be a dangerous first round for John in his comeback fight. I think taking him down and beating him up on the ground would be John's best option. 100%. He's going <clears> to trip <throat> him, throw him to the ground, and submit him. Also, John's different than anybody else in his length and his ability it's tough to, to use do it. it. Doesn't get yeah. hit really, and his wrestling's so fucking good. He's, he's just, just so just long, not and scared, strong. just yeah. not scared to go to the ground with anybody. But you look at light, light uh, heavyweight divisions hurting the most out of anyone. I think you go down the roster, like, God, dog, mm -hmm. we need some new blood in this bitch. Yeah, you might be right. Uh, be the, the, the main event in Brazil is. Ryan Bader versus Little Nog. Mm -hmm. Little Nog's like, yeah, I'll fucking do it. Yeah, I'll do it. I've been fighting for 35 <laughs> years. Yeah, when is Little Nog? I move like a goddamn tortoise, but if you want to pay me, I'll still do it. He hasn't taken the same amount of punishment that his brother has, but he's taken some big knockouts. Yeah, hope, hope, hope. Remember pulled. when Sokaju knocked him out with a wrist? Oh, my God. He, like, clotheslined him. Yeah. Yeah. And then the Rumble one was just horrendous. Just Dude, horrific. I told you, I was in the back of the locker room uh, warming up Pat Cummings. That motherfucker warmed up by basically doing like arm stretches, couldn't even hit mitts. He was so stiff. Mm. I was like, who's he fighting? They're like Rumble. I was like, oh, he can't go out there. <laughs> I looked at his coach. I'm like, no, no, I can't speak Spanish, but no bueno. Mm. 
Yeah. Or Portuguese, sorry. Yeah, th- th- there's no community. I'm like, he can't go out there, man. I wanted to grab his leg like a three-year-old and not let him walk out to the octagon. I think Brazil is such a huge hotbed for MMA right now. It's so gigantic that they need Brazilian stars. And, you know, for the main event in particular, they're like, just don't have a whole lot of options in the light heavyweight division. So, someone fucking wake up Little Nog out of his slumber because he's recuperating. Little Nog or Big Nog? Little Nog. Because they're, they're waking him up out of slumber. Because little Big Nog's done. Right, he's done. Little Nog, they woke his ass up, and he's like, yeah, I'll fight Bader. I mean, uh, I mean, he's probably asking for another fight. But outside of him, what other good light heavyweights from Brazil that are in the UFC that you could like sell a main event are? Glover. Are but they already fought. Right, but Glover just got cracked, too. And he should probably take quite a while off after that knockout. That was the kind of knockout that you need to like not do nothing. Yeah, he needs to lay time. low. Yeah, he got flatlined. Uh, I mean, so you got that light heavy. You got Shogun, which I don't know what's going on. I think on Shogun's got to be done. If he's not done, he's probably real close to being. That's done. That's what I'm saying. Look at light heavyweight, bro. Go That's through. True. Got- but in, in Brazilian, though, even more so. Like as far as like Brazilian fighters, as far as fame, Machido. Machido got Machita's suspended. Suspended and suspended for a long fucking time. Isn't he? Doesn't he have a two year? Uh, I'm not sure. It's not good. I don't know if they've decided or not, but. I felt like he got suspended for two years. I mean, just look at the Brazilian fighters. Especially, you're right, light heavyweight. And Machida was going 85 anyway. He, he was, can float between 205. I'm just thinking 205 yeah. guys he could line up with in Brazil. Yeah, not a lot. Not a whole lot. I mean, Bader already fought Lyoto. You could sell that as a rematch because, remember, Lyoto knocked him out. In L.A., yeah, bad. Yeah. But he's suspended. All, all, all the, you're right, though. All the, especially, there's not a lot of new blood in Brazil. No. Look at Jose. Look at the faces. Anderson Silva, his leg fell off. He just lost to Bisbing. And then he got, oh, then he lost to DC. Mm-hmm. So he's basically done. Well, Thomas Almeida was looking really good before Cody Garbrandt came around. Ooh, he murked him. He murked him. Oh, who's homeboy that uh, TJ Dillashaw's fighting? Hits like a fucking match. John truck. Lineker. Lineker. That's a good fight. That's a good fight. Very good fight. Lineker's terrible. They told uh, TJ, like, listen, we did think you beat Dominic Cruz. You're not getting a title shot. We're going to do Garbrandt. Here's fucking Lineker, though. And if Garbrandt wins and TJ wins, it's a big if on both sides, right? Who knows? It's a big, big if. Especially on the Dominic Cruz side. Good luck hitting that guy. I know, but if he does land. If he lands, he knocks everybody out. I'm a Garbrandt fan, man. He's my favorite at that weight class. I love that dude. He's he's an old school, young, uh, uh, that weight class, 135. He reminds me of Chuck Liddell. He's a fucking savage. He's a small and He's a savage. No doubt. Good looking dude, too. Knock like the bitches out. You like it? I like it. I like the whole package. <laughs> I like the knockout power. I like that he mercs dudes. All right, we got to wrap this up. I got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I got to quit so, talking about dudes and the fighter physiques. Fighter and the kid, Brendan Schaub on Twitter uh, and Instagram. I'm you at the me? Laugh Factory Thursday, oh, son. Oh, shit. This Thursday, Laugh Getting Factory real. doing stand-up again. How many times have you been on stage now? By myself like that? Yeah. Uh, I mean, we do. I always start stand up the fighting the kids, but I've been comedy store. I think three times, and this is the first time oh, at Laugh Factory. Oh shit! I know, you like it? Love it. All right, Thursday, go out. What, what time's the show? Uh, Eight o'clock. If you're in LA, represent. All right, thanks, brother. Thank you, man. Fun times. Fun times. Yeah, I missed you. Love you. I love you too, man. See you soon.